Camurray. Like I just left out a colon. Left out my colon. Oh, hey everybody! Welcome back to the games gone awry. Sparse cast. We're doing another 2020 episode. Haven't done too many of those due to Viri and also not that many video games. But we're here. The PlayStation Five event has happened. We're gonna discuss it. We're gonna talk about the games we've been playing. The big bad boys with a big red balloon. Hooray. Um, I'm here sitting next to Mike Burdett. Yes. And then talking to, via satellites, one Matt Hazlett. Yeah, yeah. And I'm Brian Carthoff. And we're going to do the show that we've always done. And that's how things are going to happen tonight. And uh, may the Lord... Bless us on this day. Uh, may he give me matzah bread. May he give me lots of bread. Lots of matzo. All of me. Make, make it hotza. Eating uh, latkes. Playing Yahtzee with a Nazi. Kamikaze. Koyana Squatsi, the movie. All right, I'm done with this. Uh, let's let's just get right to it. Uh, matzo, <laughs> matzo rice, give it a spice. Ooh, make it nice. Um, <laughs> that's right, that happened last time. <laughs> um, how many games you guys got to talk about? Oh, oh uh, shit. Um, well, <laughs> like. Two, and I also have called, one of them is Call of Duty. So <laughs> I also have two. I guess three if I include it. Called, I'll just jump on you. I'll just piggyback on yours. Four. I don't remember what we talked. What I talked about last time. Last time you talked about Jeepers Creepers, and then little peepees, um, and then you had that um, molesty game. What was that? Molesty Five Thousand. Uh, so those were the ones you talked about last time. Uh, All good games. You can start this time since you have more than okay. Us. Um. Uh, which uh, what should I start with? Uh, let's say. Well, what'd you play after Molesty? <laughs> I'm honest. Um, I started. I downloaded a Call of Duty World War Two. Ah, yes, a PlayStation Plus game. That was free. Um, thank God. It's really bad. Uh, it's probably the worst Call of Duty I've ever played. Um, I hate Sledgehammer, and they just continue to fart on this it is just everything about <laughs> it is bad the maps are shit it looks like garbage 
the hitboxes are bad. I've been killed more around a corner in two days of playing this than maybe all other shooters combined than I've ever played. Mm-hmm. It's almost as if the game is designed to do that and people exploit it because they know they can just keep firing when you run behind a wall and it'll just, well, I guess close enough and then give you a kill. Um, the systems and uh, menus are really terrible and uh, hard to use. When you unlock something like a new cam- uh, like camo for your gun or something like that, it just leaves it wherever it is. So if there's like literally for the one, there are like 400 like paint jobs for the gun. Mm-hmm. And so mine was like 268. It doesn't bring it to the top. Even when you unlock it, it just leaves it there. Uh, so you have to, so I have to scroll down. Sifting? Yeah. And then hope that I notice which one is unlocked. Cause it's also not all it does is take a lock off of something. It doesn't like highlight it or anything. Um, and so you're not enjoying that. Uh, that no. fun process you just detailed. No, not at all. I'm not enjoying creating classes. Um, Have you considered that that might be a personal problem of yours and not the game's fault? Uh, I did consider it and then discarded the thought. Oh, okay. Well, um, least, also, I don't want to play World War II because everything's boring. There's. The, I think it could be done well, but I'll agree that this game does not seem to Well, be- see, for me, I think I'm just... I don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. Because the attachments are all just like... It's a piece of fucking wood that you stick on the top. It's <laughs> because it's from the fucking 40s. Yeah. Um, I guess so, I hadn't considered the Call of Duty gun. That yeah. and there's only so much you can do with kill streaks because, I mean, you're not going to do like a fucking, you know, rocket propelled thing that is, it's just, it's like, here's a biplane that'll give you a radar. And it's like, here's a a gas canister that'll drop out of the sky in one spot. It's like... World of uh, War had attack dogs. That was pretty dope. I haven't even looked to see if this had... If they had that, that would be... But it'd probably be fucking 48 kills, and I can't get fucking three kills in a row because the game's so shitty. And the um, dogs could shoot around the corners. Uh, Probably. It wouldn't... Or they'd fucking fly or something stupid. Like, I... The sound design... I don't know if the sound design is bad or if they purposely made it bad like i can't hear like people will run full speed into a room and i can't hear them Mm. they don't make noise so either they're like people are silent in this war or the sound design i think the sound design is just awful or they're the that fucking perk where they're super stealth no because it's like everything like i was in a room and a grenade like icon came up and then I watched the kill cam, and it hit a wall and rattled on the ground under my feet, but there was no sound. Mm. It was just silent. So I think that Sledgehammer just doesn't know how to make fucking games because it's so- like I didn't like Black Ops One, which wasn't them, but I'm that was probably my least favorite before this. Uh, well, Advanced Warfare was really, which was them also, wasn't it? Yes. Um, which speaks volumes. They just and their games look bad. Like the character models are bad. They look just they don't look crisp they look very fucking foggy it's just bad it's a really bad game so i was thinking about playing the campaign just to see what's like but i just don't care about that either um and the map like there's one map that's like you're in a sandbox and you're you look like toy soldiers oh okay i don't care that has no i don't with it yeah just i don't it's just like and it's the same fucking guns that have been in these games like you made like six of these 
mm-hmm. and there isn't any you can't invent anything or anything this is all from so it's like all right here's your m1 grand and here's your fucking tommy gun and here's your ppsh the same shit as it always is and with unsatisfying it's just like every part of it's really bad and i'm one of those people that will tolerate a lot of bullshit from call of duty usually but it is just i oh. Yeah, I'll check it. I'll toy with it just because it's on PS Plus. I actually just downloaded it I mean, today. Before, yeah. I if you have PS Plus, you're not paying an extra to play it, so you fucking might as well. But I just, but yeah, it looked maybe bad. you'll like it, but I, put, I don't think only, you will. Only bit I played of it is actually I randomly played some of the zombie mode before, and I don't like the zombie modes ever. So, um, I, I like do, it but the game has soured me that I probably won't even try it. Like I just may never boot up again. Yeah, yeah. Not too big a surprise because I thought it looked like shit when it came out, and I was—I I actually wanted to like it, but then it—it it looked so bad, uh, I didn't get it. So, um, yeah, that was coming off of what? That was Black Ops Four was before that, right? Hmm. Pretty Black sure. Black Ops Four might have came after it. No, this was out last year. Pretty sure. No, last year was... was modern, I mean, Modern Warfare, but this was, I think, the year before Modern Warfare. You may be right. I may be crazy. I don't know. Um, Either way. Because I think there this was, was before Black Ops 4. Those two years in a row, I didn't Because I bought no, Black Ops. No, you're right. It was because Blackout mode was... Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Two Battle Royales in a row. So it's two two duties removed. That's right, because I th- thought I remember saying that was the first Call of Duty I hadn't bought since Modern Warfare 2, and it was. So that one I didn't buy, and then I played the beta for Black Ops 4 and thought it was shit and didn't buy that either. So Technically, the worst Call of Duty I played is that garbage Vita game, but I, that's barely a Call of Duty. And I didn't play that, so I can't throw yeah. that on the list for myself. Sure. Um but yeah, it's, this is the worst. And then before that, I get, I thought it would be Black Ops One, but actually, yeah, their other game, Advanced Warfare, was shitty. Well, I think they're done making Call of Duty games, so that's the good news. Good because I'm totally out on them. Those two games to be to make had to only make two, and for them to be the two worst out of fucking like however many a dozen games that they've made or whatever, um, is is bad. So I think they're just not good at making games. So yeah. But they're still working with Activision, so whatever. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, Matt, do you want to go? Um. Well, I, you know, I played some more Call of Duty. I think I played some <laughs> and uh, I don't, I don't really, I don't know what to say about it. <laughs> uh, what Modern Warfare? Just me and you playing? Yeah, I mean, I, I've, I've played a bit more than that, but. Oh, okay. Um. Um. Yeah, it's 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 all right. It's, it has its highs and lows, and uh, a lot of in between. I wish skill based uh, matchmaking was not in the game. I think that is um, making my experience suffer because I have more games that feel the same versus having games where I dominate. I just feel like I have less games where I dominate. You know, and uh, I think it's reflected also in people like my friends list is usually. Um, there's a bunch of people in a clan that are usually really good, and even their KDs aren't that impressive because of the matchmaking. So that's still an issue, but it doesn't completely ruin it. Um, and there's some classic maps that are on there that I'm 
I'm enjoying, but I'm also like of the mind that these are really old at this point now, and you've already remastered the game that they came out of, so like reshoveling them out, it's like, come on, give me some... There should be double the amount of maps that there are in that game. Because um, I'll still get on there, and sometimes it's like fucking Piccadilly and fucking Ramaza, and I'm like, hey, I did this for 130 hours, and that was a while ago, so your season four shit, I'm not satisfied and i don't give a fuck about battle passes so like the meaningful new contents i don't play warzone and it's just not there for me uh entirely but i still like the gun progression and i still do that basically but not much else yeah um i guess we get we kick it back to mike because he has one more than did I? T- I hadn't beat Ratchet and Clank the last time we did this, did I? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'll just throw out there: I beat Ratchet and Clank. Okay. Um, it was fun. Okay. It's good, and I'm hyped for the next possible one. Spoiler alert. Mm. Um, so that's a quick one. I also played um a game called Mistover. Um. I kind of liked it at first, then as I played it more, I liked it less. It is just feels a lot like a Darkest Dungeon ripoff. Okay. Um, it's like a grid-based, turn-based combat game. And so where you are positionally changes what you do, but this also takes into account their position, which I guess Darkest Dungeon does as well. But instead of just a straight line, it's a grid-based. It's like three by three. Mm-hmm. So you can be in a row um, in a different column and then next to each other. And then I just unlock some moves that you can do in combo with another player. If you're next to a certain, um, like player type or, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like class type. So like if the witch is next to like the priest, the priest gets an, a different move. They like unlock. a team up move. Yeah. Okay. Um, it didn't make it really any more interesting. Um, and a lot of it's just straight grinding and a lot of it is aping off of, uh, Darkest Dungeon in a way that is not as good, which mm. is hard to do because that game is really great. At least it's right up my alley. Yeah. Um, and it's the story is like less interesting because Darkest Dungeon is kind of a cool idea of like gathering these people from this caravan to try to avenge your fallen household. And this is like a doom tornado that you have to go into, and it's like it's it's weird, and so. I don't know how much more of that I'm going to be playing. So there's Classic a couple Doom Tornado. Doom Tornado, yeah. So there's a couple uh small dunkaroos, tiddlywinks. Yeah. Okay. Uh well, I have approximately two games to talk about and so I'll talk about one. Um and I only I spent a brief uh time today uh going back to Final Fantasy VII Remake. Um, I was mostly not playing games for like a week and then playing the other game on my list. Um, but, uh, I got back on Final Fantasy VII Remake. I did the ridiculous motorcycle boss fight. Um, Roche, aka Speed Demon. It's like this douchebag lightning strike motorcycle man who won't stop crap talking me. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. he's garbage. Um, the fight was okay. It felt like a on rails level that um, I don't know. It just it it was like I was going around a single bend for like 
15 minutes randomly like while dialogue was going on and uh then after i completed that i um went of course to jesse's uh mom's house where i had to break in while they ate pizza and steal her father's id card while he lay uh on a comatose bed and it's just so it's so ridiculous and so over the top and the voice acting is so scattershot doesn't sound like humans talking partially because it's a japanese rpg but also just like it just seems so weird in anime as fuck and um yeah the game's weird but um yeah i'm getting back into playing some of that before um big game coming up this week last of us 2 comes out on friday so i'll probably load up some of that and then i have a couple other games on my shelf um that i might uh tinker around with as well uh matt give me another one of y'all game oh mine is just the last of us aha uh-huh. but I, I i only played i'm at the hotel right now i haven't played it in about a week okay you were at the hotel right before the basement generator part okay i see where you the elevator happened um no i just got into the hotel oh okay i see yeah um how you feeling about it um i don't know i just think i don't like stealth games basically it just stresses me out too much that's interesting because you play a lot of games that stress me out and it's for i feel like similar reasons but I thought that was interesting because this is, well, I guess I should just talk about it because this is the last game on my list. Um, but I kind of breezed through this, but like when I was playing like Resident Evil, like I am super tense and there are games you play that I can't even play, like Outlast or whatever, um, just due to the nature of it. And yeah, I I was... I just, I don't know. I guess I just found that interesting that this was giving you that effect and that I wasn't having it for, I guess uh, I for just, a change. I, I don't like, I'd rather it like fail me for breaking stealth or something. I don't know. Like, I don't like the whole try to do stealth, but it's probably going to go bad. And then you have to fucking fight for your life and use all your resources. Like, I don't like that aspect of it. Cause I like to hoard all my resources and shit. And then I'd like to stealth through it good and save all my shit but I feel like every single combat encounter in the last of us, you end up breaking stealth eventually and then wasting all of your shit. And like, that sucks. I mean, obviously results vary. There was only really like, there was only really two battles that I thought were kind of like BS. And the BS part was the checkpoint because I would get, into and it's at the very end of the game at the hospital and the other one's in the dlc is the last encounter in the dlc which i think you said you had trouble with when you played i i never was able to beat it i watched the ending of the dlc on youtube because i thought it was too hard yeah it wasn't like years ago so it wasn't that it was too bad for me it was where they checkpointed me they checkpointed me into like way the fuck back and you have to do the whole fucking encounter over again and it's just like well, it was literally they placed me in a spot and then they put enemies around me after like I had died. So I was just in a completely like like I was in the center of bullshit. But by that point, 
like I pl- I just played through all of the game and I played through it on hard, which I only do with a few games, but this is one of those games and I really didn't have uh trouble with it. And so yeah, I've I flew through that. I love that game. I think it's awesome. I still think it's like I probably have a greater appreciation for it now. And I watched the uh Last of Us 2 preview co- coverage, which I think looks like a fucking miles beyond fucking overhaul of the game that looks incredible so i'm super stoked but um yeah i i I, I respect it and i think it's good and shit but like i i never thought i never liked that game as much as everybody else liked that game to begin with and then especially coming back to it now it's just like oh I, i remember why i didn't like parts of this game like it's just um I hate that clickers are a one hit kill and that happens to me a lot where like I'm trying to, I have to keep going back to the checkpoint because I keep getting like one shotted by a clicker and I don't know. It's just, um, yeah, I, well, some of the shit I do is like I roll up to every encounter with a bottle or brick being the first thing I use. Cause I throw it at them directly as a stun and then once someone's stunned, you can just run up and fucking knife them. And so you can stealth kill from a stun, no problem. But then sometimes if you don't have a brick, you might trigger another enemy. And there there are certain things where it's like the, the melee animation, you can be locked into it when another enemy notices you and then they start shooting you and you can't get out of it or can't get out of a stealth kill where you're like slowly choking a guy out while uh, someone opens up on you. And that can be a little frustrating. But like once I started really using everything, like even the smoke grenades, the smoke grenades you can use as a fucking stun. And then you can run up and fucking just fucking buck on someone. If you have a melee weapon, you can just, you can do the sprint and then melee weapon. And that's a, like a one hit kill sometimes. And yeah, I mean, I just, I don't know. I've, I've that game I had, relatively few issues and the story's so good and it really does hop around like when we were talking when we both started this at the same time uh from place to place pretty fast and so the hotel is kind of long and then there's one other section that's kind of long but other than those two sections it's pretty speedy at getting you from place to place like it definitely i jumped sections way faster than i remember doing it um and then yeah, I um I, I think I just I think it's just not a game that like vibes with me like how everybody else but I also don't really care like I like Naughty Dog's games and shit, but like I don't like the gunplay in Uncharted, you know, like that I like it for like the set pieces and shit, but like I think like you know, Uncharted Four, I just set it to the auto aim shit where you can just hold the trigger and it kills everything because I, I just wanted to see the story. Like I I just I don't like their gunplay. I don't like the, the way it feels. I just don't. Uh, something about their combat just like doesn't gel with me. And then they do that whole thing too, where I'm just trying to like explore the world and find notes and like shit like that. When then every four steps, oh, which way did she go? You know, and it's just like ugh, I just I'm not. I wish there was less combat in those games. Like I don't know. It's just. Um, Maybe it's just not for me. I, I don't know. It, like, I, I res- it does things well, and I can see how well made it is. But, like, 
I haven't played it since last weekend. And as soon as I got to that hotel, like I just had no desire to keep playing it at all. Like I, I uh, finished like the puzzle in the lobby, like getting up to the elevator or whatever, or getting up to you like walk through a window and then you hear like, oh, hey, the bosses, but there's like some guys like talking in, in a window and oh, crouch down. We got to crouch down Ellie. And then I'm just like, Ugh, okay, let me look through the wall. There's like three dudes there. And then, I guess this is like a stealth combat part. I don't feel like doing this. And then I just, I just haven't played it since then. I, but I remember feeling that way when it first came out too. Like by and uh, even as I'm playing it now, I'm like thinking it. I'm like, if I feel this way now, by the time I get to certain parts of this game, I'm just uh, there's no way I would keep going. Like I remember thinking at the time that like there was way too many dudes to shoot in that game. And uh, I haven't even gotten to any of the parts where there's a hundred dudes you have to shoot. So, well, there aren't that many big encounters. Like the area that you're at is a pretty, there's a pretty good amount of guys, but outside of that and like the hospital, and then there's one stretch right before you get to the hospital that has the most uh, infected. But at that point, point i was dispatching them without like barely engaging so like a lot of it i think is just the way i would slowly take people out and like a lot of times i didn't break stealth so there there was uh the one fight with two bloaters and fucking clickers and runners and i i know it was a fucking shit show the first time i played that game but this time i played it and i played it on hard and i didn't break stealth and i fucking annihilated them so and a part of it was how um much gear i had stashed and then part of it also was um getting to like certain vantage points where you fucking uh you know if you use the bottles and like throw them as distractions too and then fucking take off and find cover like the ai is not that good and so you can i see that you can do all that shit but like on a fundamental level i don't really enjoy the combat so like i have no initiative to do those things and I feel like if I don't enjoy the combat, then like, what am I doing? You know. So are you out on the on the next one? I don't. I'm definitely not going to buy it when it first comes out. Oh yeah, um, I'm super day one right now. Like, I just I don't know. I always I thought at the time when the first game came out, I thought it was like an eight out of ten, and everybody's like, oh, this this game will suck your dick for you. It's so fucking good, and I just never got that vibe from it. Um, and then even playing it now just further cements like that. I just don't like the combat um i just don't think it's fun i I like everything about the game except for the part where you fight people and uh that's a deal breaker because a lot of that game is fucking fighting people that's why i hated um because the left behind dlc like you don't fight a ton of people and there's not a big encounter until that last yeah the very final time yeah and, and and uh i didn't even finish the fucking game you know what i mean because I just I don't like the combat, uh, so like I love their world building and story and shit, but that combat just never clicked with me, and I just like I don't find it enjoyable. It always feels like a chore to me. Like I'm trying to force myself through this combat encounter so I can like see what happens next, but like I it's just not. I don't enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. I mean. I can't obviously I have the opposite <laughs> experience and opinion so but I mean I, I don't know. I, I thought the left behind shit was pretty cool. 
um it was a lot of story and like backstory for her and her friend and stuff that she hinted at in the main game that i'd never fully picked up on uh but she had talked about like oh i waited it out with my friend and so this gives you a more intimate look at it and they did some fun stuff like with the arcade machine um and like it, it's cool naughty dog storytelling stuff that i wasn't expecting uh, but you're basically like running through a mall and then like the the dual timeline of like her uh while joel is hurt and then her with her friend um after this shit had hit the fan but before she was with joel or anyone so um i enjoyed seeing that for the first time that was only like a two and a half hour thing did mike did you play the last of us like the original game yeah yeah i mean it's been years but yeah i played played it it when it came out And, and you loved it as much as everybody else seems to love it i mean i liked it a lot um there are definitely times when like I got annoyed at it, but that's just me with video games in general. Um, and, and also like, I'm not very good at games in general. So like things that are easy for other people will sometimes be difficult for me. Like literally I would watch my brother play and like get through this part and like, it would become a three, like I died three times on this part that literally he just like breezed by. So it's, it's, you know, I mean, I got frustrated while playing it, but I, I really like. I'm kind of in the, in the opposite of what you're saying as well. Again, like I can see what um, you're talking about about the combat that it can be like kind of the make or break on how much you like those games. But like, I fell in love with Uncharted Four, and I was like, I don't mind the massive amount of shooting dudes um, in, in their system. And this was the same way. Like, it felt really good when it was going well. I would get annoyed when I messed something up. Um, or, you know, or died on a part, but also like there was enough there that, uh, I really liked it a lot. So, I mean, I, it's like not my absolute favorite game of the generation, but also like, I, I really liked it a lot. So I would say it's my favorite one of games of theirs. Although the next one looks fucking over the top insane, dude. It looks fucking awesome. Cause it yeah. looks like they threw in some of the open, uh, area shit from uncharted lost legacy. And then they like overhauled the combat. You can like go prone and fucking swivel over with a bow and like, uh, oh, it looks so good. Well, I'm sure it's going to, yeah, yeah. yeah that they've spent years tinkering with it. So I'm sure they've got yeah. it exactly how they want it. So we'll have to see. Yeah. I mean, yeah. obviously I, it's, I played some of the multiplayer too. Uh, it's kind of tough. Um, but I played that before I played the campaign. So if I play any more of that, it'll be just to check out the multiplayer stuff. But I, I don't even know if I'm going to do that. Um, I played a little bit of it before. It's all right. We played web way back in the day at your house a few times. Yeah. Well, yeah, we played with um, the remaster. And the, uh, oh, okay. that's the one that I'm playing on now. Okay, yeah. But um, it's kind of Gears of War-y because everyone hunkers down and then you have to go uh execute uh people in a way you don't have to in the main game i actually i love the comment so i it's like one of the highlights to me is a, but uh the to me it is like the the game that like i i just don't have any issues with uh, most of it uh, other than the small things that i mentioned and um the hospital bit is a little bit annoying but i didn't really get hung up on it so um yeah, that's The Last of Us. Last of Us 2 coming in hot. So next time we record, I'll probably got my hands on that. Mm-hmm, looking mm-hmm. forward to that business. It's mm-hmm. looking pretty fucking hot. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Matt, do you have any other games or was that all? You tapped. Uh, I think that's it. Okay. If any comes to mind. Yeah. Uh, Mike, you got some more though, right? I got one more. Okay. Uh, I started playing Yakuza 0. Oh, is that the Kiwami? Uh, no, Kiwami is Kiwami, and Zero is Zero. Oh, okay, those are different games. Yes, Kiwami is a remake of the original Yakuza. Yakuza Zero came after that, but is a prequel. So uh, I yes, took yes, yes. literally two hours trying to decide which one to start with, because both are on Game Pass. The reason I jumped into this series is because it's on Game Pass, and uh, I was like, these games look ridiculous. Um, and so I got pretty much 50, 50 between you should start with Kwame and you should start with zero. Uh, so the one guy's pitch that I read in an article said that the way since Kwame was, I mean, since zero was made later, it was actually designed for you to play it first because it's first chronologically. And so that made sense to me. So I played that. Um, so it takes place in the eighties in Japan. You're a Yakuza. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you are fist fighting, ah. and you're doing karaoke, and you are waiting for cutscenes to end so you can save the game and go to bed. <laughs> um, like twenty five minutes of oh. like I tried to stop playing this twenty five minutes ago, um, and it's not like groundbreaking. It's guys like talking about being gangsters. It's and like talking about how tough a guy is and then like showing how tough he is and then telling you again how tough he is after he showed you how tough he is. Um, like the plans are not that complex that they need all this dissertation. Um, it's literally like I'm going to go beat these guys up until I get information. But it's it's like watching someone that really likes Metal Gear Solid like be like, well, I could apply that to other things, but you can't do that because there's not a super soldier serum with a government puppet, um, a puppet government run by genetically engineered men on a moving robot asylum. Uh, you don't have any of that. It's just street mm. fighting in Tokyo. Uh, but they want it to seem important. That being said, it is fun as fuck to play, and it is very weird. Um, you have like different fighting styles. Um, there's like a generic street fighting. There's like a quick fight, and then there's a uh, big, angry, tough man fighting where you pick stuff up, like entire motorcycles and couches, and you hit people with those. Um. You do things like smash men's heads into the wall and then stomp on their heads. What's the combat play like? It like, okay, so you get into an encounter, right? And there's like three bad guys. Mm-hmm. And then it squares off an area. Okay, yeah. Okay. Uh, it gates you. You have like a punch button. You have a hard punch button. You have a grapple button. So you want to like small punch until you can build up the power of your big punch. And then you do that. So like X, 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 Y. And then usually that's like a knockout if they're a normal strength guy. You can also grab them with B. I'm playing on an Xbox controller. So if yeah. when I'm saying X and Y and B, that's what I'm talking about. Um, 
you can grab them and then do different things from the grab, like a toss or like a big punch from there. Um, and then like you can flip between the styles. So that's like your general brawler. If you go to like the quicker one, it's all like striking. There's no grappling. Um, and it's and you have like a, 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 a dodge move that you can get around. And then there's big strong man grappling, which is mostly focused on picking shit up and hitting people with it and grabbing them and squishing their heads. Um, so you do that. So you're running through the streets. It's not even actually a real city. I found out it's like a, it's a fictionalized city within Japan. Uh, and you run it and then like, it's literally just like people see you and aggro onto you and run over. And then a, it pops up like a, a, a screen break and it'll say, uh, hoodlums and you're fighting three <laughs> hoodlums. So you beat the shit out of them because yeah. any of the random encounters are usually just dipshits. And it's like literally some of it's like one, two, three dead. And then you grab another guy. Like one of the grapple man, strong man moves is picking a guy up and hitting other people with said guy in a spinny move. As you do. Right. Um, there's also like a pile driver where you just land right on their head. That's pretty good. Um, so there's that. And so you're like trying to infiltrate. You're like Yakuza, but not because your master has been betrayed. So you're fighting them. Do you uh, enjoy this game? Yeah, it's fun. And I the only honestly tell I know, and I'm being up to like kind of ambivalent because that's while I'm playing it, like kind of how I feel. Like I'm enjoying it, and I'm doing, it, and it's just it's just so bizarre. And then like side quests will come up. I did a side quest that was like it was a half hour of trying to get this kid's video game back for him, and he was literally on purpose. People kept robbing the next person for the video game and then the final guy is a guy he's got a fucking gun and so i have to like <laughs> dodge bullets and then get to him and punch him and knock him over until he gets up and shoots at me again uh so you don't have a gun at all no fuck no i have weapons now but i choose not to use them because i don't know how it's going how that works yet I'm like fucking six hours into the game and there's still shit where i'm like you never told me what this is about so i'll just teach myself i guess um, and then of course you run into like boss battles. Um, it sounds like a nightmare, just so you know. Sounds like a nightmare so far. To I me. feel like I kind of knew what I was getting into, and if I didn't, like, I feel like if I went into this blind, I would have been like, "What the fuck is happening?" Um, and I don't really; these are not in my type of games, like action combat things. This mm-hmm. is not. That's not how I usually roll. I usually bounce off those. Um. But it's kind of limited enough, and I am I don't get beat up that bad. That like if I was dying a lot, I would have quit already because there's not enough keeping me there. That like if it was one of those, well, you just keep trying. But I've only died probably twice, and it's been on boss battles because the boss battles do what a lot of these. It feels like an old game kind of feels like mm-hmm. Double Dragon, where like I punch you eight times and you're dead. That's it. You didn't hit me. It was just a matter of time. And then you get to a guy with a bigger health bar, and then the game cheats for him, and you just try to beat the cheat. Yeah. So, like, I get to a boss. Like, I ran into a Yakuza underboss. No, I'm sorry. This is a guy who helps run a um, um, a realty company. Um, this is not a joke that he does. Uh, so, the main crux of the first part of this game is about a plot of land that everyone wants. About realty. So I'm getting in a fight with him and I didn't die to him, 
but like you get halfway through his health bar and he just starts one punch stunning you. It's not a thing that anyone has ever done. Not a move that exists. Not something he did in the first half of his life bar. Just something that I have to randomly adapt to. A new wrinkle. Because that is how the game makes it tougher by just inventing shit that makes it harder. There you go. Same thing, like, you'll run into guys that, like, he can't be grappled. It's like, well, this entire fighting style you gave me is based on grappling. So you understand how this is a problem. Uh, and they're like, well, I don't fucking care. Fuck you, is how the game kind of feels about it. Uh, I ran into a girl. She was selling her panties uh, by force by a bully girl at her school. I had to stop that, and I broke that whole thing up. Um, <laughs> there's uh, a man with a an eye patch and ponytail. I'm playing as him now. So like three chapters in, you switch characters also. Oh, so I'm a, I run a nightclub and this guy and the first fight that he got in, you weren't allowed to hit the opponent. You had to dodge them until they essentially embarrassed themselves out of the fight. So I'm going to see how that goes. Cause I just started his chapters. Cause I've been played the previous three chapters for like, Eight hours with one guy. That's when you decided to switch up. So it sounds like I don't like this game, but for some reason, I do like this game. Is it the look and sound of it? Is it the? It is not definitely any of those. Is it? Is it funny to you? Is it? Some of it is very funny. Okay. Um. Some of it is annoying. Mm-hmm. I think it's just the carnal enjoyment of like beating the shit out of people because like when you're fighting normal level bad guys yeah it's literally just like chop chop and like kind of doing fun cool combos and seeing like how like some uh, i go through a lot of fights and you get like a, a yen bonus if you go untouched and shit like that and so i'm leveling up and getting that and going through there and like switching fight styles in the middle of it it makes the encounters seem unique even though it's kind of basically kind of the same thing um uh, but I don't care about them as characters. Uh, I don't care about their plights or or interpersonal relationships. Um, I like doing the karaoke. It's a rhythm-based game. It's fun. Uh, I like getting drunk because it makes impairs you. Um, I fought some hobos. It's crazy. I will say the one thing I, th- I feel like now as I'm getting older, one thing that I appreciate in video games is uniqueness. And I've never played shit like this before. Yeah. So there's no pre. I think that is part of what's keeping me there. I like when the beating people up goes good. I like training and learning new moves and then incorporating that into the combos. And I like the insane side stories of helping high schoolers out of trouble as a gangster. Um, I was always under the impression that these, these games had a bunch of mini games and stuff. There is that too. Okay. So there's like side. So there's like you can do karaoke. You can go to the arcade. Um, you can go. There's like a, a batting cages. Um, also, there's like you can go eat at all these different restaurants that serve different foods, and they all have elaborate descriptions of what the dishes are, as if you're really at the restaurant. It's weird. Super weird. All of it sounds weird. It is. It is a foundation of weird upon which a weirdness tower is built. And I can't tell if it's weird because they're like, check out how weird this is. Or if they're just like doing, uh, they're going to do them. And it comes out so weird because it is the most 
Japanese game of all time, and I am an American white man that has no idea what's going on over there. Um, but I'd say my only like real actual time when I'm annoyed is like I want to save and shut this off, and you won't shut the fuck up. That has definitely happened at least once and probably twice. Um, especially because I don't care. I don't like you're the gentleman gangster that runs the cabaret club and it's just like like there's literally like this whole cutscene where this guy's like this guy's tough watch this and then you have to do the fight and then afterwards there's a whole another dialogue where he's like did you see how tough he was and the guy's like i underestimated how tough he was and it's like i told you he was tough and it's like yes i can see he's tough now and it's like what are we doing <laughs> um so shit like that and so I, th- I imagine also part of it is like the translation because they're speaking Japanese also. This is just English subtitles over Japanese mm. like language or Japanese dialogue. So who knows what like when they wrote it, if they intended this to be or if they're saying so, I don't imagine this anything deep and provocative. I imagine it's kind of actually what exactly that I'm reading. Um, but there's always a lost in some stuff, lost in translation. Um, uh, you know, Go to a vending machine. Get a little uh, frog character out of it. You don't do anything with the frog character. What is the vending machine there for? I don't. I don't know. This is like giving me flashbacks of you talking about Death Stranding. It's just like a bunch of things. This is like, and I'm not really sure what any of it adds up to. There's, and I don't know where it actually starts being fun. But it is strange. Um, and uh, that's what it's at. What do you? How do you think about this w- weird interpretation of the Yakuza games, Maisley? Oh, sorry. What's the question? <laughs> what What's your impression based on what Mike said so far? Does this sound like a nightmare to you? I played a little bit of Yakuza Zero, and uh, I could see myself getting into it, but I was just kind of dicking around with it because it was on Game Pass. It seemed like it seemed like a game I'd have to sink a lot of hours into, but I think it it seems cool. Also, like you like the the kind of combo based character action beat 'em up type thing, right? Like that's right in your yeah. wheelhouse. Yeah, I like the more skill based ones though. Like Yakuza seems like a pretty fucking. This uh, is not that. As yeah, I just right. mentioned in the last segment, I'm not good at games. <laughs> this game lets me mash X. Until I feel like hitting Y, and then some guy fucking drops that's wearing disco clothing. Um, I mean, some of it is the boss fights kind of re- definitely like require you like, all right, you need to finesse this more and incorporate dodges into strikes, go into combos, and then get them on the ground and kind of like. So there is that, but the game also lets you just like abuse your power, which is not like those like because Bayonetta will fucking punish you if you're not playing right. Yeah, yeah, no, it it's just a button masher with a cool story and a cool backdrop. So if you're if you like the story and you like the environment and setting and shit and the like just the overall vibe of it, um, and you don't mind just like mashing buttons through some wacky fights, then it's it's tight. Which seems cool. I, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna play it eventually. And to be fair, I'll give you but, like a six point five on the story being interesting. But, but it's a it's setting you know, though. It's not a game you come to for challenging combat. You're just there for the experience, um, which is fine by me. I guess that's kind of like I'm still figuring out a hundred percent 
when I'm coming to this game for, but I am coming to it over and over again. Um, and it is a game that is like it, sh- it says like it'll like list like as like side missions, and it'll be like you've done six out of seventy five, and it's like holy fucking lord, there's seventy five side missions in this game. Although some of them are as simple as like talking to a guy, and he's like, I need help, and you just are like okay and you beat up one guy and it's like side mission done so some of it is is but it's uh it's fucking weird man i dig it in a in a like i don't exact i couldn't tell you 100 percent why hey man they've made a fuck ton of them so i mean they must be doing something right making them and remaking them and making more of them maybe so it's just like a hypnotism thing Maybe yeah, there's like a there's like a subliminal messaging that I'm just like absorbing yeah. into my eyeballs. And there's a Mr. What's his fucking name? Mr. Mystery. No, Mr. I forget what his name is. He's a guy who steals he is a bully and he like walks around the city and like if he sees you, he'll aggro you and he'll take all the money you have on hand unless you beat him. He has a he has a name that's really ridiculous. It's like I forget what it's even called. All right, well, that's Yakuza Zero. Sounds fucking weird. Sounds like a oh, his name's Mister Shakedown. Ah, I like that. He's a and he's real big. He's like as big as a refrigerator. His name is Mister Shakedown, and if he sees you, he's like, "Hey, come here, buddy!" And then he like runs over to you, and he has a number above his head in money and how much he's carrying on him. That if you beat him, you get to take his winnings. But if he beats you, he literally takes every cent you have. Well, he so takes he, you down. He's Mr. Shakedown. Like he's and he's go. he's no like I tried to fight him once. It was a mistake, and I had to save Scum because he took like fucking twenty five million yen from me. <laughs> uh, so and he's just a big, beefy man, and he's got tiny reading glasses on, and he's Mr. Shakedown. And it's great. It is like this is stupid stuff. Like like everyone has a name. Like it'll be so it'll be like you're fighting henchman number one million, and it'll be like Yoshiro. Like why did you name him? You don't need to do that, but they did that. And so it's just fun to see like life bar pop up, Mister Shakedown. You're in a fight with Mister Shakedown. So well, you may have won me back a little with Mister Shakedown. Oh, uh, he's a winner. Great. Yeah. Um. All right. We should commence. Okay. Uh, there was a big uh, stink that happened today. Uh, <laughs> and by today, I mean yesterday. And by stink, I mean a giant uh, gaming event. The Sony uh, PlayStation 5 reveal, which originally got postponed, uh, happened on June 11th during normal E3 times. Um there's been some other shit too. A bunch of indie developers came together for the Gorilla Collective, and then some YouTubers, fucking Greg Miller and uh, some other people, um, hosted this like I don't know sizzle reel of a bunch of trailers. It was mostly not big announcements. They had System Shock and then like a bunch of other, and I didn't think System Shock looked great either. Um, and a bunch of indie games. There was a bunch of like card battlers. And a bunch of fucking um, Doom knockoffs, like this one game that looked like a... It, it was advertising itself as Doom meets Guitar Hero, and I thought it looked like crap. That sounds um, like a nightmare. Yeah, and it was just like blaring metal, and then the, the graphics looked really crap, and um, I thought it looked bad. Um, so not much came out of that that I was actually looking forward to. There were a few 
um, studios I was interested in, but none of them had anything meaningful to say. Disco Elysium announced that they were coming to the Epic Games Store. Uh, it doesn't seem like the thing you need to, you know, make a big to-do I mean, about. And is then, it uh, still going to be on Steam too? Yeah, most of these trailers ended with wishlist us on Steam or sign up for our early access. The, the fucking the Baldur's Gate 3 thing was literally early access August 2020 maybe. It said maybe underneath it. And then there was a video of the guy That's and he ballsy. was like, maybe. He's like, obviously, we're all working from home, so it's a maybe. Uh, in these uncertain times. Yeah, in these unfucking certain times. Um, but yeah, so it was mostly crap um, from what I gathered. and then Mostly there was, dick wilting uh, disappointment. Then there was a PC gaming show, which I didn't pay any attention to because I don't game on PC, but I, I that happens at E3 every year and very few headlines are produced from it. So, um, Yeah, I can say even as a person who games on PC at this point, like fucking 75% of the time, uh, I'm usually never like blown away by anything they show at those presentations. Yeah, sometimes, I mean, sometimes there's a big title people have been waiting on. And, and if that happened today, then I missed it. And then I think there's... There's some ongoing stuff with the same group of people uh, over the next few days. So I think it's mostly like a place for small small games to... Did you miss the big PC release of the day? Persona 4 Golden came to Steam. That's true. So that no longer will live exclusively on on the the Vita. On the Vita and the PlayStation TV. Thank you very much. Sweet. Sassy Jones. That's That's terrible. That's a great use for that name. That tandem of exclusivity is nightmarish i mean i love my vita it's just a vita without a screen so it's really just the vita again wet farts yeah um but that's a great game and now people that play on pc can play it and it is only 20 doll hairs so oh nice yeah stealing a deal it is definitely worth that so um but yeah so we didn't talk about the sony one but that's the big shebanger if you're jonesing for for Sones and you can do it now. I like it a lot. Uh, All right. So uh, now that I've ruined the segue, can we talk (laughs) about PlayStation presentation? Yeah. So we didn't get to do our Grand Wizards of E3, um, which, by the way, we do on behalf of Wizards. Obviously, Mm -hmm. right. The wizard name got appropriated by the Ku Klux Klan, and we were fighting on the behalf of Wizards. Long story short, we had a segment called Grand Wizards of E3. E3's dead, but the Grand Wizards live on in us. And uh, we made a few predictions privately to ourselves because we hadn't podcasted after. Um, it was just the day before the event. And we each hit on one, but Matt Hazlett also hit on his bonus points and kind of got a halfy in there too. So <laughs> I live on having halfies. So. Um, I'm not going to recap all 15 predictions because that would just take too much time. But I will recap the ones that we got right. And so um, I ding, ding, dinged on um, uh, three out of five sequels. So I listed that they would get a sequel for um, either Bloodborne, God of War, Spider-Man, Horizon, and Ratchet. And we got those last three. That was my one prediction of value. And then uh, Matt got the 3D audio headset and the Horizon uh, 2... Um, but not the date that he gave for Horizon 2. We didn't get a price or date, and both of us guessed on price and date. And then, uh, Mike, you got 
uh, one for there being a new Housemark game that was shown. And so, which looks saucy. Yeah. Oh, and then Matt also got the bonus points for saying there would be a Zoom meeting uh, style, which was pretty money in the bank. Oh, they did the absolute thing. Yeah. All the faces on one big collage of like, well, remember, we're still working for you. Yeah, we do the best job that we can. This may be unconventional, but we're still love our fans. We're getting used to the new normal over here oh, in our home, yeah, home buzzwords. Un- try uncertain times, new normal. Uh, we're all in this together. Oh, we're all in this together. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Fucking, they hit like all of those. I fucking hate it. Oh. I'm not even in together with the people I'm actually in it together with. So yeah, uh, but yeah. So I think Matt gets the cake here. Yeah, he's the grandest wizard of he's, the He's right. His robes will have the decorative flash. Yeah, wizard robes. Right. Not the other robes. No, no, no. not disgusting oppressive robes. Never. These have. are just really cool flowing robes, a staff and a big nice beard. Yeah, Gandalf the Grey. Right. Gandalf the Grey. Exactly. All right. Uh so, uh, should we run them down in order? Because I have Spintax, a list. Um, I mean, uh, we can do at least the the stuff that is worth noting. Um, I mean, fuck we it. let's do it. So we'll do it live. Let's do it live. All right. Um, Just all right. let's. Uh, do you want to like do a? You want to do an excitement meter yeah. for each thing? Uh, an excitement meter, uh, a take on it. If you got a quick take, we can all just weigh in. Let's do, uh, and then anything that necessitates a bigger conversation, we'll just have a bigger. Conversation. Right. Let's do like a one to ten excitement meter. Yeah. And then go from there. If we want to discuss it, or it's a, it's a something big. I don't know why I Mario'd that by saying it's a something big, but if it's a something big, it's a good. It's a me. Let's do a, a yeah. micro. A hype hype level right. one to ten. One to ten. Okay, cool. Okay, Matt, you in it? Yep. All right. Grand Theft Auto Five DLC story DLC twenty twenty one free. I don't think I'm not sure if it's story DLC. Um, the more I looked at it, all the shit well, they were showing. It showed a lot they, of Trevor and Michael. But and, all that all that shit they were showing was like uh from the first story. Yeah, and from heists and shit. Not all of it was from the first story. There was some new I, stuff. In I, I don't think it's story DLC, though. It's just like... Okay, uh, well, let's just call it DLC. And I, th- I think it's just like an expanded, enhanced version of Grand Theft Auto for next gen. Well, either way. Grand Theft I'm saying GTA 5 DLC uh, free at PS5 launch if you own GTA 5 is what it said. Uh, for and, it, and they gave the the year 2021 so definitely a next year thing um hype levels what you got matt none so what a one can you give me a number is it all the way down at one no i mean i have gta 5 on my pc i don't need a fucking new version of it i guess and i never even i never fit i bought it on ps3 never finished the story mode and i bought it on ps3 on PC a couple years ago and got a little further in the story and didn't finish it. Um, I think it's a cool game, but I, I don't, if it's been seven years and I've never finished the story on it, um, if, uh, may not be for you. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, Mike, what'd you I'd got? I'd say three out of ten. Okay, well, if it's story DLC, which I guess we'll wait and see, because we we got a bunch of fucking trailers. We didn't really get any hard information on anything. Um, but no, la- no launch titles. <laughs> if it's story DLC, my hype is like seven out of ten. If it's just blanket DLC, is what we're calling it right now, then I guess like five out of ten. But it's cool that um. Because I have it for PS4, it's cool that when I get to go back to it on PS5, that there'll be a, li- a little bit of a sprucey to it. Um, it's, it's just really funny that uh, you know we're talking about a PS3 game, and uh, seven years later, it's the leading trailer for the PS5, and it, it comes out second half of 2021. It's like it's very bizarre, you know what I mean? Like. That'd be but like, uh, like, like, um, imagine if, uh, I don't know, imagine if the PS4 reveal started with like an an enhanced version of like GTA 3, you know? Or imagine like Google starts this cloud service with like Destiny 2 or something. That would be also kind of similar. Yeah. Um, Destiny 2. Well, good game GTA Five, but I think that they're both kind of similar in the way that they're this weird monstrosity that is just going to continue to exist because of its online community. Um, well, I also and now think Destiny one two is doing this weird Disney Vault concept that I don't even want to get into. Um, also, one has sold 130 million copies. So, yeah. The more I looked into the Destiny thing, it uh, their reasoning for it made sense. Where it's like if if they if they limit like they're they're taking out like five of the or five or six of the levels of the game to make it easier for them to develop on um because the game is too big that like they can't like work on it which is like you know prop they probably should scrap it and just do a destiny 3 but then i think they said that you know, if they were to do Destiny three, they would have to stop up, like stop working on Destiny two for like three years and go dark on it. So, like, I guess if if they're building, a, if they want to keep building Destiny two, like they can't have, they can't. They've added so much to that game, like they can't just like keep adding more to it and have it still be a sustainable thing that they can reliably work on and update. So, um, you know, I guess they're transforming it into Destiny three instead of, uh you know, having it be like three games in one, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, it'll be, it, it's just bizarre, but, uh, yeah, that's sort of a side note, just GTA five comparison because of the long legs that game has as well. Uh, next up in the PlayStation five event, Spider-Man miles Morales, uh, with a holiday 2020 date on it. um, Weird because we got an elaboration that it was an expansion, and then also got a further elaboration that it's a standalone and not for PS5 only. I believe expansion. Yeah, yeah. They they really had some messy um, messaging. Yeah, they didn't come out and say what it was, and then somebody kind of said what it was, and then people inferred, and then they're like. No, what are you doing? No, of course it's not that. It's like, well, if you just told everybody what it was from the get-go, I feel like they wanted to kind of make it seem like it was the sequel to Spider-Man. Like, well, their- also, this is not new. Like, this is this happens all the time. They say a thing, and we're like, 
what was that? And then after the presentations all die down and close, they clarify what it is. This happens all the time. That's and so I, I, I kind of felt like it was going to be something like that. The only reason they got out of hand is because people just immediately saw it and then made shit up at, based on fucking nothing. So like, well, it's just fucking Spider-Man 2. It's like, well, it's not. They never said that. And immediately, it was literally like five minutes after it closed. They're like, all right, so just to let you know a little more information, because this isn't, these aren't, these presentations aren't meant to be like information dumps. They're meant to be like sizzle reels. Like, get me interested. Here's some information. And that's what it almost always, like none of these ever, like none of these previews are like, hey, let me tell you about what the st- single player portion of the, it's, it's just like, here's some pictures say a few words go on well with it. i i think the confusion though came from right after that they gave an interview saying that it was um expanded content within a ps5 remaster of the original game uh but they they worded it weirdly so that's what right. people assumed it was and then they had to clarify that it was a standalone title too which i'm it, it seems to me like it's going to be you could buy it standalone or there's also a PS5 remastered version of Spider-Man, and if you buy that, it's included in that, maybe, or something. But that's still not clear, because... Um... And we'll, we'll just have to see, but I guess the... So what The Verge is saying, as of yesterday, is that it's similar to Uncharted Lost Legacy. Yeah. Where it's yeah. like, Lost Legacy, obviously, is a spin-off from Uncharted 4, and but it's a it's its own game. Well, it's a large it's, game. It's not Uncharted 4. Essentially, it seems like what they're doing is like, we're going to dip our toe into this new console with a f- successful franchise that we plan on iterating on. So it's like taking what they already have. People love Spider-Man. People are, a lot of people are interested in the Miles Morales sub story of that. And it's like, all right, we're going to do this and release it as a, you know what I mean? Because you could say like, Lost Legacy is like, oh, it's not a full game, but it's it it is essentially a full game. You know what I mean? Like, no, yeah, totally. The hours I, in it. Oh, go I, ahead. Think the, I think the difference here is going to be that um, the reason the turnaround's so quick is because it's going to be the same map. You know, so like, yeah. sure, you're going to be going around the same New York. So it's like, you know, Lost Legacy wasn't necessarily you or just heavily. You, you, sure, but you weren't just going through Uncharted Four levels, you know, with different stories, and so I—I I, I mean, obviously, none of us know exactly what this game is going to end up being, but um, yeah, but it is going to be a standalone PlayStation Five title, and my hype level is super high, so I would say mine is nine out of ten with this, um, um because I yeah. think that original Spider-Man game is good, and I think, uh opening up a system with this type of game on it uh is very good like it's going to be a very good physical showpiece like even if it's the same new york which i'm sure it'll be modified in some way um just adding that extra layer of tech and stuff it's going to be a a nice thing where you can look back on the ps4 version of this game and then look at this and see the difference so i I'm, I, think, I'm super I think it's i think it's cool i'm excited to play it but um, I I don't know when I'll play it because that's the only game they announced that for holiday of 2020, and uh, I'm definitely not buying a console to play the, play it. You know, so I don't know. Well, give me a one to ten, like a 
a seven because I feel like I will play it when I buy like the slim model PS5 or something. Okay, Mike. Uh, I would say nine for me as well. Okay. Uh, Spider-Man was my number two for game of the year that year. So I'm like all in. Don't don't get me wrong. I I love Spider-Man. I platinumed it. And if I was planning on buying a PS5, I think I would be higher. Um, But I'm just not hyped because on my radar, this is coming no time soon. You know what I mean? Yes. Although I am also going to shadow predict that you do, in fact, buy a PS5. I like that. I don't know. <laughs> Shadow predict. I like it. On, 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 on launch, as of right now, I'm, I'm completely out. They, uh, well, right, but this is your shadow prediction. So this is Sure. The, the only thing that they could do... I mean, Ratchet and Clank's not a launch game. Uh, what, what am I going to play that's exclusive to the PS5 if I bought one? I'm not saying you're going to get something exclusive to play. I'm just saying I got oh. shadow <laughs> predictions. That's all I'm saying. I got shadow predictions for you. Well, I did get a $200 Best Buy gift card when I bought my TV today. So Oh, there you go. I, I could get a pretty cheap PS5, but I'm, I don't know. I still... Uh, I'm not convinced that there's any exclusives coming on launch that I need to spend five or six hundred dollars to play. All right. Well, uh, next up, here's something. Here's something. Uh, Green Turismo Seven got showed off. A game that none of us care about. I'm going to go out on a limb and say none of us care about Green Turismo Seven. But a large populace of people once cared about Gran Turismo a whole lot. It was one of the best selling franchises of all time and then they like buttered out that's a car pun and uh, they just stopped kind of making games for a substantial period of time so um, Well Gran Turismo 5 took them so long to make that it came out, didn't it come out after the PS4 even already came out? It came out on PS3. Or was that 6? Or whatever the most recent one was, it came. Well, the out, most recent one was Sport. Well, no, I mean the most recent numbered sequel. Okay, it, yeah, that would be six. Yeah, so it came out. Well, let me just look it up right here because I re- I remember like thinking that it was so crazy that um it wasn't a PS4 game. Let's see, right. Gran Turismo Six. What was the release date? Yeah, it came out in December of 2013. It came out after the PS4 came out, and because uh, it, it took them the whole fucking PS3 generation to make the goddamn thing, and then they put out Grand—I don't know—I feel like I don't, never met anybody in my life that like loves Gran Turismo because, like now, no, you know, no, it, but it used to be it was a PS. The biggest, the last big one was PS2. Like I don't remember anybody talking about Gran Turismo Six. Well, five came out three years before that, so there wasn't that much oh, of a lag okay. time between those. But um, either way, yeah, it was um, it was one of those games that people bought systems just to play. Whereas then, it sort of since then became the for Forza Motorsport and like Project Cars crowd. So there's still a lot of people who give a fuck about those games, and so this appeals to them. It's a very realistic driving simulator, though. So like, it's not. I don't give a fuck about that. I mean, the closest I come to giving a fuck about a driving game is Forza Horizon, which is, is like an open world. Game. Yeah, yeah. It's, 
it's it's totally different. So yeah, I mean, this it's is like just, a, it's like the flight sim of car games, you know. Yeah, for sure. Um, so my hype level for this is uh, one out of ten. Yeah, me too. Uh, mine's three out of ten. Oh, three out of ten. You feeling? Uh, I don't play racing games that much. It's the same thing with me. Like I treat them like fighting games. So like one comes along and it looks good and like it looks like a good made, a well made game. Um, so yeah. And like I would play um fucking uh, Forza if my computer could run it mm-hmm. because it's on uh, Game Pass. I, but I feel you. My uh, well, I can run it on my. It's a really fucking CPU heavy game for some reason, and and super GPU heavy. It's like right. It's I, just I like have, taxing have, because it's. I have problems on my on my nine eighty machine running it. Um, right. So I, I have like no hope. I never even I like I just stare at it sometimes on Game Pass. Like, well, I could technically install this game, um, but yeah. So I mean, and obviously, three out of ten just because it's more than one does not mean I am all ex- at all excited about You're this. Very hyped for it, so I'm glad for you. It's my uh, game of the show. <laughs> Ratchet and Clank: uh, A Rift Apart. Uh, now, was the next when, game showed up. When that um, comes out, I might buy the PS5. It uh, looks uh, super dope. So the premise uh, being that uh, the the dimensional, I don't know, rifts, I guess, are broken and that you can hop in between world to world by going through these fucking gateways in the middle of playing the game. So they showed a lot of transitions. Um, The game looks super, super visually astounding. Um, The there's ray tracing all over Clank and he looks ultra shiny and cool. Um, and it showed him hopping from like falling out of the sky to rail grinding to fucking flying a dragon to landing in the taking the dragon into a city through a rift and then fucking landing on a pirate ship. And so and the, the grand tour of places that Ratchet and Clank could go is pretty endless as a very creative studio and with a very creative idea and a, and a great gimmick uh, to launch another sequel to a, a great game that we were have just been talking about because Mike just played it. Um, so my hype level for this one is probably also nine or ten out of ten. Ten, uh, ten, be- ten out of ten for me. I, I'll I'll buy a PS5 when that game comes out. Um, uh, I, I got a shadow prediction, and that's uh, you'll sell your current PS5 when that game comes out, and not <laughs> get, actually to get, play. To get I like PS5. it. I'll sell it to no no no. I'll move the my current PS5 up to my bedroom and buy the PS5 Pro. So uh, you'll play. You're actually gonna, you're gonna sell your PCs. You're gonna go full stadia in this shadow <laughs> prediction. I like it. it's a good prediction. Uh, I'm also gonna say nine out of ten. Uh, just got done playing the remaster. It was lovely. Um, I had heard rumors that they were gonna do kind of a second like amalgamation of a couple old Ratchet and Clank games, mm-hmm. but they built one from scratch. Um, well, so I mean. This could include still stuff from that because I mean the technically the last one is a is a very heavily modified Ratchet and Clank one. Yeah, but they like the guy went out of his way to say like we built this from the ground up, so I feel like it's going to be pretty. It seems like a pretty new original. Yeah, I'm not saying they won't take elements from that, and it would be lost on me anyway because I didn't play those old games. Well, just for instance, for sake of what I'm trying to say here is that they go to a pirate ship and they made a couple pirate themed games so I'm sure they will borrow from certain things they've done in the past like they did with that 2016 game but they 
they made a new game in 2016. So. Right. How much, yeah. yeah. How much? How much you want to bet? There's a dimension you go and it has like PS2 graphics. That would be fucking great. <laughs> That'd be pretty. And, funny. And it, 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 it looks like the original game, you know. That'd be cool. That'd be um, cool if you just it went cruder and cruder, like straight yeah. down to like eight bit. Uh, yeah, it, it might. That'd be sweet. Taking a pee, Mike. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So that that game looks fucking sick. Um, and that kind of stole the show. Um, next up, I don't know if you guys remember this one because it was a quick the little dingus, and you didn't get a whole lot. Um, but it was Project Athea by Square Enix, and it showed this girl with these powers, and she kind of hopped around, and there was a big eyeball plant, and then she summoned some like monster vines um but it was kind of as soon as it was on it was you know done very quickly too so maybe it, it looks cool but whenever i see project something i just assume it's never going to come out yeah project atheist do you remember yeah. that one mike yes i do actually and i'm going to say 7 out of 10 for that oh uh, i thought it looked really cool and i like square enix games usually um cuz they made was how how many of the tomb raiders did they make Three. just the first one well, I thought Crystal Dynamics made. Some, well, don't they publish those. those? Is that all they did? I yeah, Square's, Square's the publisher. Yeah, so um, Square, but yeah. Square anyway, but it could, looks like uh, some jumping and adventuring and doing some stuff. So I was actually pretty excited about that. Again, I do agree with what Matt is saying that Project Something is never promising. So it'll probably be like four years down the line if it ever comes out. Um, but what I saw, I was like, I was very intrigued because that kind of like, aside from the cool stuff that they already showed, I was like, it was the first like new thing. And I was like, oh, okay, dope. That looks like something I could get behind. So yeah. So I'd say seven. It's by a new uh, Square Enix studio called Luminous so, Productions. So Crystal Dynamics uh, developed Rise of the, or the first Tomb Raider and Rise of the Tomb Raider and then uh, Eidos Montreal did yeah, the shadow of the Tomb Raider, but Square Enix published uh, all three of them. And this is by a new studio within Square Enix. Okay, so this is a whole different thing, anyways. Yeah, but a little jangle, jangle doesn't kill or up my hype either way. Seven. Yeah, I'd say my hype is five out of ten, just simply because of uh, I'll I'd need to see more. Yeah. I'll say that. Yeah, it looks cool, yeah. but um, you know, it's that that could be this gen's deep down. Yeah, that never came out. Um. All right. Next up is Stray. The wait didn't that that game? Not only did it not ever come out, but they abandoned that engine. What was it? The Fanta Ray engine from Capcom. They oh they completely scrapped that engine and then did the RE engine, which is what RE Seven and Dove May Cry and all those games run on. Well, good call on that. Also, yeah. yeah, that was like one of my most excited uh, games when they showed the PS4 reveal. So, yeah, some of these games uh, may turn into vaporware, like deep down. Um, Stray is the next game on the list. This is the Kitty Cat uh, Robo Tokyo future, where there didn't seem to be any humans, but there were stray cats and robots in a Tokyo-looking city. Uh, due out for 2021. What did you guys think about Stray? Love it. I'm on a nine out of ten for this, and it's, oh. yeah. Yeah, uh, I think that's a cool thing. Playing as a cat, 
and doing it in a like being the living organism in a robot world is a cool idea. I like that cyberpunk shit. Uh, I love kitty cats. Um, it is right up my alley. Um, so I'm I'm super hyped on Kitty Town, the game colon big pussy. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah. Uh, also, the cat had a backpack. There's that. Um, and it's a blue twelve. Annapurna's putting it out. They put out a bunch of uh, crazy games. Um, but I don't know if Blue Twelve has made a game before or what. Um, hard to find. Look, trying to look it up while uh, continuing this conversation, but it's uh, not coming up with much. So yeah, potentially interesting. I'd say my hype level is uh, is like an eight. I think it's cool. Um. Definitely want to see some more, but yeah, super cool concept. Um, so there's that. Next up is House Mark's game Returnal. Um, looks like a fucking House Mark game from a third person shooter perspective. So kind of bullet helly and arcadey. Um, and looks like one of those games where you're like constantly coming back. Um, maybe a roguelite even. Um shooter where uh you're on this this sci-fi planet um and uh it looked pretty fucking sick it definitely looked like it had a bigger budget than any fucking house marking before it definitely looks like they kind of are trying to take the next step hey, i'm gonna um, grab a beer real quick you guys i'll be right back all right well okay. um it definitely like those games are kind of they they hit the one note that they're trying to hit and they hit it well um but it is it's you know that top down thing. Uh, confirming that it is a roguelike game. Oh, it is. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, that's bonus points for me then. Anyway, I know that's kind of a detractor to some people, but I like that. Um, but I it think also it needs to be done well. Well, with this, it totally fits the theme of the game. Yeah, it's, you know, it's like you're doing this fucking re fuck, you know, respawn. Not to use that term, but like you know, the regeneration of life over and over again to kind of try to break the loop, which it seems like, I believe she said in the preview, the main character, she was talking about wanting to break the loop is what she's trying to do, right? Mm-hmm. I kind of said in our text message, it looked like um, Edge of Tomorrow through like a nightmare lens because it, it looks like, the you know, spacey and sci-fi, but also it looks kind of gothic and horror-ish. Um, but I think it looks fucking great. I would say 8 out of 10 for me on that one. Um, they make games that are pretty fun to play, and they, they know how to do the bullet hell shooter thing, so I'm interested to see what they do in in the slightly altered format. Yeah, same. Um, yeah, I think they they hold a certain standard of quality, and they've made very arcadey games in the past, but they put up a blog post that was like, arcade is dead and fucking talked about that. Like, I, I think they put out, Oh, that's right. They that, did do that. Right. That, um, didn't sell too well, like that next Machina game. And, and they put out another game. And then there was a rumor they were doing a battle Royale game for a little while. And then this is what came out instead. And this is way more exciting than a fucking extra battle Royale game that I don't fucking need in my life. So yeah, I would say my hype level for uh, Returnal is probably also uh, an 8 out of 10. 
and um, look forward to it. I mean, they launched with a with a PS you know four game and Resogun, and that's not to say that this will be a launch game, but um, they're certainly familiar with doing business with Sony, and uh, I think that maybe PlayStation put a little muscle behind them and they could produce a, a big budget game. Um, make a nice little thing for the PlayStation Five. Matt, are you back? Yep. What is it, what's your hype level on Returnal, the Housemark shooter? Uh, I think it was cool. I need to see more. Yeah, they have said it is a robot. It's hard to tell what it is exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it looks good. It looks like a big, uh, big budget. Uh, next up, a game that uh, Matt Hazel is personally very excited for: the Sackboy, the Adventures of Sackboy. Oh yeah. They took the uh, little out of the big planet and uh, gave Sackboy his own game. Kind of surprised in retrospect that this didn't happen a long time ago. Yeah, a little bit kind of the windows, I feel like, more closed than it was once. I don't, know, I don't think it's a bad, like a bad idea, but it's... Well, it's not Media Molecule doing it. Um, because they're dreaming and they're, uh, they're doing their dreaming. They're dreams. fucking absolutely six inches deep up to the shaft in dreams. <laughs> um, I forget who actually is doing it. So Chris, Chris down in uh, production, he said he would take care of it. I heard. Yeah, I'm not sure. I didn't look it up. But uh, is it? Were you joking? Is it actually called Sackboy the Adventures of Sackboy? It's called A Big Adventure. Oh, Sackboy okay. A Big Adventure. Um, so it looked cute. It looked like a fun little co-op game. I don't know. I played all the little Big Planet games uh, with Bianca, and so I'm sure she'll want to play this. Um, and they did definitely make you know, like, co-op. Yeah. Co-op, co-op, co-op. Yeah. Which is cool. I like when, because the, they've always leaned into that, and that's been the thing they're known for, so... They're going back to that, and it showed a little a sack lady, mm. a sack girl, a sackette, yeah. if you will. Ms. Sack. Um, she's there. They were waving at the camera, and you're doing shit like jumping up different sides of the cliff with different ideas and shit like that. Um, I have never actually played a Little Big Planet game. Oh, um, I want right. to. They're just like platforming little cutesy games, right? Yeah, I mean, there's also the emphasis on game creation behind a lot of it. Um, it's being developed by Sumo Digital, by the way. Yes, Sumo Digital. I don't know what the fuck that means, but... Uh, they've done... I was just bringing it up. They've done a variety of games. I don't know if they uh, publish games also, but I think, according to this, they... Yeah, they're the ones who developed Little Big Planet three. So they did oh. do the third one. Okay, so they have two. their toes in this yeah. pond. In the planet water, um, in the sack waters. They they have the they have oiled up the sack before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna put a five out of ten on this. Okay, this is a game that I'm gonna enjoy when it's free on PS Plus in two years. There you go. Did you play Little Big Planet three? That was free. no, I own it. No, okay. uh, haven't played it. Enjoy that one now. I gotta check to see if I put it in my library. Okay, <laughs> there are cool games I fucked up, and yeah, I'm a lazy, I'm a lazy sack boy, and I didn't do my due diligence. I think I do, but I don't know. I'll have to check. Yeah, um, I mean I, they're cute, cool. Yeah, I'd say my hype is like a six. 
um, because there's a chance I'll end up playing it, but maybe I rent it. I don't know. Well, also, you have a lovely lady that you can play it with. I mean, yeah. Randy's not going to want to fucking play this game with me. Well, he might want to. He's my sack boy. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to want to play the kitty cat game. Not, oh, yeah, straight. Um, oh, I wonder if my dogs will make that game Hellish. playable. Um, <laughs> Matt, you're hyped for the sack? One out of ten. One out of ten. Oh, oh that low. That's crazy. Hmm. Yeah, you know, I have never uh, played any of those games, and like, don't, I mean, I've played like here and there, little bits at people's houses or whatever. But uh, I don't know. I always felt the thought the platforming felt bad in those games. It feels different. It's floaty. It's, it's very floaty. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, like it felt like the selling point of Little Big Planet One and Two was the creator stuff. Which is so not up my alley, and then three was a different developer, I think, and yeah, this was, it, it was, was the guys from, who made this one, yeah. yeah, yeah, and it was uh, I just remember like a lot of stickers and like I've, I've I played in co-op at somebody's house like the first like three hours of that game, and it kind of loses the fucking. It's PlayStation's Wooly World. It becomes way too complicated at a certain point where I'm like, oh, like I don't even want to play this anymore. The first one introduced me to the band Battles, though, and I I enjoyed their first CD. So see, I remember loving Battles and uh, playing them for people and people going, oh, this is the Little Big Planet people, and be like, oh, nice. What? Because I, I didn't even. I didn't own a PS3 until like 2011, the end of 2011 when Skyrim oh, came out. That gives me uh, like flashbacks to when like people would be like, oh, you like Queen's Story Show? Oh, they had a cool song, Guitar Hero. Yeah, it's worse when it's, <laughs> battle, it's, worse when it's battles though, because battles. Oh, is, like, a really did we lose you? Thing. And then it's like, oh, oh, I, I, uh, oh I you went robot for a Can second you? there. Now you seem to be good, though. Yeah, you seem to be all right. Yeah, but Battles is such a niche thing. People be like, oh, I love Battles. They have the Little Big Planet song. Like, ah, oh, okay. Sure. Good. I guess. You know. Well, hopefully they do the, soundtrack, the OST for Sackboy. I don't know what's going on with Battles right now. Last I saw there, so they were a four-piece, and then they were a three-piece, and now they're a two-piece. There's only two people left in that band. It's the drummer and... Uh, Ian, what's his name? The guy who plays keyboard and guitars at the same time. Uh, so, but they just put out a new album that I haven't listened to, but I've heard is good. So, alrighty, battles is a is a thing. They only had the vocalist for that one album, though. Well, I guess he he did a couple EPs with them, but he didn't sing on. Battles didn't have a singer until that album, which has like three songs with vocals on it. You know. They're uh, mostly an instrumental band. Indeedly doodly, as one Flanders might say. Um, Can I sidetrack us for just one moment? I, we, I think we are firmly sidetracked now. Do you know that the... Um, you remember in Devs, the kid, Lyndon? Mm-hmm. No, you know that no, was a woman? No, no spoilers. Uh, Devs is awesome. You should watch it. Dude. I'm not going to spoil anything, but do you know that was a woman? Uh, I think so. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. 
I'm, if, uh, it, if who you're describing is who I'm picturing, then yes. Maybe I'll watch that on my uh, new giant TV. Yeah, uh, you definitely should. That'd be a great, absolutely pop that shit on. Absolutely, only eight episodes. It's, it's, it's so a funny. spice. How, how much bigger a sixty-five inch is than a fifty-five inch? I have. The, I mean, it's, it's literally the, ten inches bigger. So yeah, yeah that's I, I, almost well, a full ruler. But yeah, it's di- that's diagonal though, so it's like nine inches wider and like six right. inches taller. But I have the fifty-five inch sitting next to the new one, and it just looks like a little little baby's Fisher Price toy. <laughs> oh yeah, son. I went I went with the sixty-five a couple of years ago. Now next time I gotta I gotta go bigger. You were smart. I, fucking... you know, I would go with the seventy-seven inch OLED, but five grand is a little out of my uh, TV spending. It's a it's a little high. It's a little high right now. You know I'll. Um, I'll... I'll drop a couple racks on a nice ass TV, but not given nine months. We'll be good. Yeah. The 70 inch will be standard and fucking well, every home. Well, to keep it 100, uh, like two years ago, the 77 inch was like seven grand. So I, I guess exactly. Things are looking up. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Coming up Millhouse. All right. Um, what's next? Next. Up. Ah, everyone's favorite from the show. I know one that you guys were really excited about personally. Destruction All-Stars, the car combat derby game where you can do stylish runaround tricks. I don't really know what oh, the fuck is going starring, on. Uh, starring Run the Jewels. Oh, is this the Run the Jewels game? <laughs> is this... Uh... So we're on the jewels confirmed for my predictions. I didn't have yeah. run the jewels prediction. Yeah, didn't you hear that part where it came in? And it was like one thing. I don't know why. Doesn't even matter. I heard you try. Oh, is that jewels on there? <laughs> is that jewels himself? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, run the jewels. Santana run wasn't on that one, but jewels was. No, it's Jewel, run the jewels. Jewels Santana. Jewels. It's run the and jewels Santana are. Um, they make Ooh, up run, run the jewels. I hadn't thought about that name in a while. Uh, let me just cut in right here. This is a one out of ten. It's a pandering trash heap. Uh, if I it's ever free to play garbage is what it looks like. It looks like butts. Um, it smells like butts. Um, it makes me think of a flat butt that I don't like. Uh, I don't want to play it. <laughs> I would play. Um, I would play Rocket League seven thousand times over this. I don't want to fucking get knocked out of my car and take a fucking selfie fuck yourself this game is trash um i hope it fails five out of ten did you say uh ah, that's a solid one that is the first one i've given that i i did not like that at all i this dude wanted... acts like a, acts like a run the jewels fucking killed his <laughs> fucking puppy or something <laughs> i hated that run the and jewels were involved with this yeah, well, I mean, that's... uh. I can't choose their projects, though, man. That's the reality. I don't know. I think for a bad oh, game... Oh, how fucking dare you? I think for a bad game... <laughs> do this. I think for a bad game in a sizzle reel, like maybe the clear bottom, in my opinion, uh, it didn't look... No, we're going to get to the bottom as here. Bad as bad We're going to have an argument about the it. The usual bad game in a sizzle reel. That's what I'm saying. I think the low... I'll give it a two out of ten for a hype. I mean, so it's anti what I want. Furious, you know. But I actually think the car stuff looks good. Well, and and it's interesting to note Brian's the hype man on this. He doesn't even like Run the Jewels. Right, that's true. I think I think we're 
uh, really seeing a diverse. So this too actually translates into an eight or a nine. Uh, I mean, yeah, if that's how you're translating I, 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 I too. Think you might, you well, might be honest. This car ran into me so hard, knocked me out of the car. But I got a pink helmet on. Better run. Well, listen. The idea of running someone over who's acting like a fucking idiot is somewhat appealing. Yeah, I didn't see any running people over, and I bet that's not allowed because it's a fucking cutesy I, fart game. I bet what it's if, very what much. Could, what if you could play pay ten dollars a day to run people over in the game? Well, I don't pay ten dollars a day to do anything in my life. Well, no, but I do. You're not, but you're not the goal of the, the whale of the microtransaction. <laughs> Yes, that is true. You want, I, yeah. I mean, you may know him, but you facts. aren't micro, microtransaction Jackson. You're just good friends. Listen, I'll up it to a three. I'll up to a three right now. Just keep going. By the end of this production, it's going to be a five. I'm as excited about <laughs> this as, as you are for Gran Turismo. Um, That's fair. And that, and that game doesn't even have Run the Jewels. Yeah, so, Game, um, game Arise number one Gran Turismo fan, Mike Burdett. I mean, I guess by default, yes. Uh, at this point, Matt, what what are you thinking about Destruction All Stars? You ready to slam them and jam them? Ten out of ten, baby. You know I love Run the Jewels. Yeah, he does. He does. Uh, okay. Uh, next up, I'm gonna dive into a ditch <laughs> after this. Kina, uh, <laughs> Kina, the Bridge of Spirits. You remember this one? It was uh, it's yeah, a very animation-looking. Pad ponds with her. Yeah, uh, and she has little. Um, they're not quite patapons. They're more they're, like they're those, the things from oh, Spirited Away or whatever. The, or, they do look very uh, much like the fucking. What are those poof balls the that McDonald's used to have? Oh, the Fry Kids, right? Yeah, that's it, wasn't it? Yeah, Fry so. Kids. Maybe. Wait, hold up. Once you said the fucking soot monsters from, you're good. Google them. Fry, yeah, you, the Fry yeah. Kids. Yeah, look at that. That's what they are. Yeah, that's what they well, Okay, I, you haven't seen Spirited Away. If you saw Spirited Away, you'd be on board because the soot monsters are all it black. Looks like, it looks like the soot monsters yeah. from Spirited Away. Yeah, let me Google also, it looks like pad puns. Uh, this is a big three out of ten for me. Cutesy wizard soot. girl. Yeah, wait. Brian, Google soot sprites. I already, uh, ha- I already have it. Up. it it's right. exactly the same thing. Yeah. So three out of ten. Um, cutesy weirdo anime staff garbage with fucking... Uh, lemming assistance. I didn't like any of it. I'll say seven out of ten. I think it could be cool, and I liked a lot of it. I well, especially are liked, we positive, Paulie? I especially liked at the very end of it, where she like cleanses an area, and it immediately was like a totally different environment with like lush greenery and shit. I thought that was a little bit of a flexing, you know, developing for SSD exclusively oh, kind of shit. I'm sure um, people. Put a lot of hard work into it, and they are proud of what they've done. Great job, everybody. Um, High five. <laughs> I'm going to shit on the work you've done. I've never done anything creative. Fuck you. I think it, look, I think it looks uh, pretty cool. That's fair. I uh, I was also <laughs> actually going to say I think it looks good. I think it kind of looks Ooh, like interesting. Um, Sony's trying to do like, hey, what if, what if Breath of the Wild had like amazing graphics? Um, yeah, can we get yeah, someone yeah, to yeah. kind of mimic that? Well, the, and, combat uh, looked, the combat looked pretty fleshed out too. They showed her fighting like a handful of different enemies, and each yeah. each, each encounter looked like a different mechanic too. So it seems like it's actually is going to be a combat oriented, um, with a lot of thought put into the combat, not just. I think it looks like a guy is like, eh, I really want to make an anime game, but 
I don't need super big anime titties. And then boom. What I'm saying that is, is uh, that's an interpretation. What I'm saying is I'm going to buy it on PC the day it comes out. Uh, so it's like a, I'm going to stealth predict that you, uh, mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. Shadow predict. Yeah. I'm going to shadow predict that you're actually going to pirate it. So there you go. You are him or me. PC. Uh, you know, and you're you're going to steal it and then you're going to you, feel bad because you're going to you're going to walk the bridge of spirits and you're going to feel like a fucking lame ass. <laughs> there probably there probably is a 10 percent chance that I pirated. So. <laughs> you, you, I do leaning into it like sure 10 percent. These awful well, shadow predictions. Well, usually if, if something's not reviewing well, I'll uh, I'll pirate it to see what it is. And usually um, it's not worth my time, so then I delete it. I bet. So I bet so, so that could happen. Let me add on to this shadow prediction real quick. I bet it reviews great, and then you look in your wallet and you look <laughs> at your and you look at your card. I love and this. Then, and then you say, "Not today," and then you download it. You torrent it illegally. I really go, hope. <laughs> I really hope there's just this day. Your house is totally quiet. Abby's like making herself a sandwich and she just hears a scream of, not today and then you just continue on the rest of the day. Well now just, now I have to. I'm gonna film yeah, it. Yeah, now I'm you're it. Yeah. The well, to, to, to be clear, to be clear, I'll still pay for it after the fact, but I'm also gonna pirate it and say not today. <laughs> These shadow predictions are really panning out. I love uh, it. Okay. Yeah, so I don't know if I gave my hype level, but I'd say seven out of ten. You did, but yeah. that was the same one you gave before, so you actually matched it, and I'm impressed. So you're both seven out of tens. I said three because I'm a grumpy Gus. Yeah. What do we got next? Next is uh, your favorite, Mike. It was Goodbye Volcano High, the oh furry God. cartoon game that the didn't furry, look furry like dinosaur cartoon game. It didn't even look like a video game. Um, so. Yes. Goodbye, Volcano High. It looks like it's going for the Night in the Woods. Night in the Woods, yes. It looks um, like an idiot made Night in the Woods. So I am not into it just because DeviantArt furry um, graphics is like just not going to do it for me. But (laughs) but if people people like that, then more power to them. That's tight. But I think the same way, there's another game called dusk and elysian tale and yeah and it actually is pretty. it's yeah it's, dust yeah dust. Uh, and it actually is pretty cool i played like the first two hours of it and like the combat is really co- it's almost like a side-scrolling devil may cry kind of thing where it's got these um j- like you're juggling enemies and you have all these different abilities you're switching between and you can kind of get creative with it and i really love the gameplay um but the furry deviant art aesthetic just uh, it could not carry me past two hours. No matter how good the game was, I just uh, I couldn't help but think that the whoever drew all these characters like definitely like jerks off to like foxes or whatever. Right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Same. Um, it's just like you know, kind of just I it's don't a, find a choice based narrative game. And even beyond that, I just don't find that art style appealing. I think it looks bad every time. It looks like uh, the art style you would default to if, like, you had no formal training or equipment. You know, mm-hmm. which you know, not to diss them. I'm sure, uh, that's obviously the aesthetic they're going for, but 
I don't like it. Yeah, I mean, it's not. It's, it's a uh, definitely not up my alley. It's a one out of ten for me. One out of ten, uh, Matt. What do you got out of ten? One out of ten. I just uh, I don't condone any furries or furryisms. Uh, I'm just strictly. Uh, no, I'm not against furries, but I will not support them because uh, it's fucking sucks. Yeah. Um. I'll give this two out of ten. Uh, I don't think it looks awful, but I'm not interested whatsoever. Uh, but I don't think it looks awful. So, because there's another still um, they showed, because the entire trailer <laughs> was kind of a selection of stills. <laughs> and watch this. Watch this. Gets a fucking ninety-six on Metacritic, and we and it's like getting game of the years, and then we all have to play it. Well, if it's a choice-based narrative game and the narrative's good, then the art can suck and it could still be good. So um, That's true, actually. Um, yeah, that That's true, but see my point about Dust, uh, I thought it was a great game and the art still made me drop it. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm only giving it a two. So, yeah, that yeah I guess I could see that. Okay. Uh, I, next- uh, I'll have to see some gameplay because they just showed an emotional like cartoon cutscene, basically. Yeah. Um, so next up is uh, Oddworld Soulstorm, aka Oddworld Fury Road. Um, it's a new Oddworld game. We were just talking about this when we did a That's a Spice. Um, uh, make it twice, make it nice, um, make a rice. Uh, and so Oddworld Soulstorm comes straight out of they definitely took uh feedback from that podcast. And they got to work very, very quickly because uh, that podcast uh, isn't even edited enough yet. Um, and, and made this on lunch game. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a new Oddworld game, which is weird. Um, they've always been weird. And um, I don't know. It kind of looks like an old Oddworld game, only with better graphics. It does look like it. Well, it reminds me of that the first remake they did. It looks very similar to. Oh yeah, big and tasty. I guess I didn't play that. Um, but yeah, it's, that it, it looks very similar to that. Where it's and if you like Oddworld, you should play that because it's uh, it's like a it's like the Resident Evil remake of like Oddworld. You know. Yeah, I guess I don't know if I do like Oddworld because I played some of Abe's Exodus and got stuck on ps fucking one and then it's a very uh, puzzle based game yeah they're ultra puzzly um super death games it's it's like um, super meat boy if it was like environmental puzzles you're solving instead of like platforming challenges yeah uh i would say the art looks awesome but my hype level's like three out of ten maybe four I'll give him a six out of ten. I I have a soft spot for Oddworld. I always thought it was really cool, and I really like the um, character design of the Mudakins. Yeah, I will um, split the difference. Mine was going to be five because I don't really know the series that well, but I think it looks cool. So they always had a cool sense of humor about them, um, while also like the world building is really rich, like almost like Tim Burton esque kind of. Um, like in a fantastical way, where where it's obviously, you know, f- fantasy, but it feels really grounded and real, like in its own, um, 
in, in its own universe, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right. Well, it, uh, forging on. Uh, uh, the next game we have is by a little studio called Tango. It's Ghostwire Tokyo. Um, this had been previously announced, but um, it's shown in a little more detail. I don't know if any of this is gameplay, but uh, it's uh, weird. It's looking like you're hopping around the, the strange streets of Tokyo in this fucking, I don't know, somewhat nightmare world with weird floaty ghost creatures and people without heads and shooting fireballs out your fists and flying ladies and ripping some orb out of someone's chest. I don't know. It's a strange trailer. I didn't really understand what I saw. I thought I think it looks really fun. I think it looks really neat. Um, but I don't get what type of game it is now. I think it was, it kind of looks like you have Bioshock powers. It it seems like kind of that kind of vein, but like with some of that, the bizarre avant-garde weirdness of evil within, it seems like its own new twist on like, uh, dishonored, like crazy power shit, you know? Yeah, definitely. Um, ultra supernatural um and maybe a little more actiony than i had anticipated that's uh 2021 they put on that and it's it looks like it's first person too yeah first person and uh playstation 5 console exclusive which is interesting also because i they definitely showed that game on xbox stage first so uh oh did they yeah <laughs> um well, well we also have to th- yeah, console exclusive could also mean for how long, right? There's yeah, timed exclusive games where it comes out the next year on the other ones. So yeah, they probably yeah. signed a marketing deal and. Funny, given the uh, the uh, way it was originally showed on the Xbox stage. Um, was what's your when, hype level? Was, was, was that when um, that memed to death little cute lady did her little dance or whatever? Was that? that yeah, show? I think so. Yeah. I thought that was the game award. Maybe it was. Maybe I'm just wrong. I did. I think it was the game award. That's entirely possible. Okay, we'll just chalk it up to that, and then if I'm right later, I'll I don't know celebrate silently in my head. Uh, hype levels for Ghostwire Tokyo. I'm at an eight out of ten. I think it looks really neat. I lo- and I like the I like the I like an aesthetic that does something different. Like when I'm looking at it, and I can't really tell what it is or what is going on or what its deal is like that just makes me want to see more and you know they could totally bungle it and it's just a surface level exactly what it looks like but it also could be really interesting and intriguing so yeah i'd say my hype level is more of a six out of ten i haven't played um either evil within and so i don't really know um anything about what what type of game this studio makes and what type of game this is and whether or not i enjoy it but i'm interested from afar and so uh i'll i'll need to see more on this one mike three out of ten ah 
have no interest in karate chopping fucking powers into people's chests. I thought this was going to be like a noir investigation type game where like you're going through Neo Tokyo and like finding, but it's, it looks like a fucking shooter that you're ripping cubes out of robots. And I just don't give a fuck anymore. You know what, Garthoff, you might even, you might like the evil within it kind of plays like a more horror oriented, like last of us, like really like stealth and mechanic heavy. Um, but you can wreck shit with guns when you need to as well, but like really limited ammo and shit. I thought about playing it. I, I think specifically the second one looked uh, pretty good. Um, People seem to love that second one, and the, the first one is supposed to be like pretty good. Um, I think I fell off the first one for the same reasons that I don't like The Last of Us, so you might want to give that one a look too. Oh, yeah. I know they often sell them together at a fairly reasonable price so that may be a thing i do at some point um i need to fear it's, it's, my it's definitely it's definitely got a, a like throwing bottles to distract enemies mechanic ah jangus um i'm gonna grab a beer real quick all right do that get it lit get it crunk crunch up your crunkiness and we'll let the dancers dance Call that the crunk rap supreme. Uh, I'm good for now, I think. I didn't realize that game was made by those same dudes. If I had known that, I probably wouldn't have got myself psyched up for it beforehand. What game? That Ghostwire Tokyo game. Oh. Uh, well, you know, I mean, it's it, it's totally different um, director, though. So, you know what I mean? Yeah, but like I like I said, I I think this is more my own fault than anything else. I think I hyped up something that it wasn't because I like saw the two seconds of like preview footage and I was like, oh, cool. It's like, well, I don't I don't think it's a horror game. It looks like an action game. So I think it's got horror-y vibes. Well, in the same way, Bioshock's not a horror game, right? You know, like hmm? kind of is to me. Oh, see, I, I wouldn't call Bioshock a horror game at all. But it's got, like how The Last of Us. I wouldn't. I also wouldn't call it a horror game. That it has horror parts to it. Yeah. Well, that's that's what I mean by kind of. Um. All right. Uh. Next up. Uh. Let's go with ooh one I'm actually super excited about. Jet the Far Shore. Jet with two T's. This is that little spaceship game. And I really like the look of it. Yeah, um, agreed. It's a holiday 2020 game. So it is one of the um, near and dear boys that uh, might be making it to that launch window. Nothing um, for sure. But um, you're a tiny little spaceship. And I like that. Uh, I think the art's really cool. And um, it's got some super brothers in it and uh super yeah, brothers super bros um made some cool shit and uh i like the soundtrack it sounded like they were doing a uh imitation of han zimmer's interstellar soundtrack which is one of my favorite soundtracks um that i listened to and that sounded like sort of what they were going for um in the trailer and so i um i'm super psyched uh I think it's it's a very interesting looking game. Yeah, I like the uh, atmosphere. I like the aesthetic of what they were showing. I like the idea of like two brothers traversing space. 
Um, I don't know too much about it, but it looks like it's it almost reminded me a bit of Journey a little bit. Um, because it doesn't look it didn't look like there was a ton of like combat or no, like, I don't think that will be the no. So I, I think it looked like it was more of like a kind of traversal and experiencing these different um different areas and different like um locales and and shit like that. Um, so yeah, I was very hyped. I'd say eight out of ten for me. Uh, yeah, I would. Uh, I would say nine out of ten, just because that is um, that is a cool thing that I want to play. I want it to be really good. Uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just I'm very into the style that they're going for. So as long as it uh, is fun to play, and um, I would also say that if there's like a 3D audio thing a game with a soundtrack um that's really good and makes use of that could be a really thing to show off some of what you know what makes 3d audio cool because i don't i'm not i'm probably not going to get like some speakers set up but maybe i definitely do need a new headset so maybe i would get the 3d audio headset and see what all that's about see i'm the opposite on the 3d audio i mean i'm glad it's there for people that like headphones but like as a selling point it's like no matter how good the 3D audio is, like I'm, I, it's not gonna beat the punch that I want from like my subwoofer. You know what I mean? So it seems like wasted on me, I guess. Oh, also, I'm a one out of ten for that game. I think I don't give a fuck about it. Well, the music is by Jim Guthrie, who did the the other Super Brothers game, and he did the music for Below, which I also fucking loved. And so that dude has made music for. Um, two games that I really, really liked. So, um, yeah, it's it's speaking to me in that element. It, um, I don't have a... It doesn't thrill me in any way. It's coming to PS4 as well. So, um, so we all did the hype levels on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up is Godfall. Second uh, trailer featuring Run the Jewels um, tonight. So, Godfall. And Godfall was a game that they said had leaked, but it was like some BS alpha footage. Um, it's a Gearbox production. Uh, it looks pretty sick, man. Yeah, it's kind of stylish action with very flashy textures and fucking glittering armor. And I mean, it it might be one of those games that actually gets away with like you could make a game that just looks is visually exciting at a time when a new system launches, and even if it's not super deep, like a a fucking fun, flashy hack and slash game could be fucking dope. Um, and it looks like it has some you know depth to its combat and stuff. So, uh, I'm potentially excited for Godfall. Yeah, it's kind of neat. I think yeah. it's a seven out of ten for me. I think uh, once we see how 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 egregious the free to play elements of it are. Um, oh, is it is it confirmed free to play game? No, but it looks like that kind of game that's going to have like even the even before Destiny was free to play, it had like the bright dust that you bought from the. You know what I mean? It feels it seems like it's going to have a shit ton of microtransactions for how. Um, artistically striking it is you know they're gonna sell armor and shit with whatever in-game currency um plus it's fucking gearbox 
Uh, yeah, well, it's made also by Counterplay Games. So yeah, Gearbox is actually, I believe, just publishing it. Yeah. It's developed sure. by Counterplay. Sure, but the publisher is usually the one that makes all those kind of shitty decisions and makes the developer um, bend to their will. Yeah, they have one other game, and it's called Duelist, and I have no idea what the fuck that is. It's a card game, so not really much to go on there. Um, yeah, but Godfall looks good. And uh, I would I would put it at a seven to ten. Also, uh, I got it at a nine out of ten. Ah. It was one of the highlights for me. It was one of the games that drew me in the most out of any of these. Um, but I like it. Just when I was looking at it, it reminded me of Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Um, kind of that striking, like very duelish type gameplay. And I thought the character models looked great. And the environments looked amazing, and so I'm super stoked about that. I'm yeah. Very hyped. So I hope it is good, and it is coming out this year also, which I think bumped it up for me as well. So visually impressive. Yeah, and it's just like the style, like because it looked like you're gonna have like three. It showed like it, I, I know it showed three different characters, and they all had like a different style. There's like a sword and shield type thing, and like a heavier weapon, and it looked like maybe like a, a smaller sword type deal. So, um. Yeah, I'm very excited about that. Yeah, I mean, if the if the three 2020 games that we've mentioned so far, this Miles Morales and uh, that Jet game, all end up being good games, then to me, that's that's more than I had at the fucking PS4 launch, uh, as far as good titles go. And there's still going to be uh, like third party crap, like 2K and uh, whatever Call of Duty exists, and uh, you know, Cyberpunk and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So um yeah it's cool uh next up is the hyper light drifter people coming with the solar ash kingdom 2021 doesn't strike our fancy is the conversation we had before this yeah it's Uh, a uh two out of ten for me i think it looked like elements of many other games that i don't like yeah, I never tried Hyperlight Drifter, but it didn't interest me because I looked into it, and this is a successor to that, so it's not moving the needle for me in that regard. I did. I, um, played, I played Hyperlight Drifter and did not like it, so ah, uh, I don't care. I actually didn't even. I like looked at my phone during this trailer because I saw Hyperlight Drifter go across the screen, and then I just stopped paying attention. Um, yeah, because because people really seem to love that game, but that's another one that I just uh, do not see. What's so mind blowingly great about it? Yeah, I think, I think it's mostly the art style, really. It's yeah, like, but the know, art style is also not really doing it for me. Yeah, I could. I know people really like that kind of art style, though. So as long as the gameplay is serviceable, I think if you really love that art style, it'll carry that through but i'm with you i don't i don't really care about the art style so yeah I'm not, i don't, I just don't see it so i guess for me it's like a probably like a one out of ten realistically i don't ever see myself playing this game yeah yeah uh mike did you give a number on this one? i already gave two yeah oh, two okay. out of ten and matt did you give a number uh one out of ten aha all right. Uh, Run the Jewels was also on that one. 
Um, but it was got just busy. An, it was just an instrumental. So hard to tell because it was a remix instrumental by DJ Lethal of Limp Bizkit fame. Um, next up was a uh, Hitman Three, January twenty twenty one. So per potentially a lunch window game or outside the lunch window, but um, very early in a system lifestyle. Hitman Three, you guys played Hitman Two. Uh, would you be stoked for Hitman Three? Yeah, sure. I'll play it. Absolutely. This was uh, I'll jump in. This is a ten out of ten for me. This was the thing I was most excited about out of everything shown. I'll say nine uh, out of ten. I loved Hitman. I even more so loved Hitman 2. Just those games are so well done and so fun and creative. And I am stoked to be able to play another one. And it looks like it's kind of a gritty, fucking dark entry into 47's um, storyline. So I just love everything they're doing there. I'm curious to see if it's going to be some sort of episodic type deal or not but either way i'm i'm totally 100 percent on board love hitman they give that game gives so many like cool moments but also funny ridiculous moments and it's just it, it just takes itself the like the exact amount of seriousness that i like and uh very stoked about that yeah they uh they went uh totally independent didn't they yeah it's uh because it's IO. Yeah, IO. They departed because it was part of Square Enix. Mm-hmm. And then they managed to like wrangle the rights to Hitman away from Square Enix. So they like, because when they separated, that was the big thing. It was like, well, what the fuck's going to happen? And then they were able to do that because I, I don't remember if the second one was still yeah, Square Enix. A, I can't remember that either. I think it was think like it was in development. And the- yeah, and then they left in the middle of it and then ended up putting it out just themselves yeah um sounds right but uh that team has been the one that's i think been doing it the whole time anyway um so yeah man those games are fucking great um which is cool because i was never a huge hitman person like growing up like i played some of them but i was just not good at them but these games are really good at kind of opening up to letting you play however the fuck you want so i'm super stoked um okay yeah i'd probably say as someone who didn't play either uh other hitman that i'm my hype is probably like five out of ten because those games are supposed to be great and i just haven't gotten to those so i mean i wouldn't jump straight to three i would probably play those um but yeah next up one that's really got us all sprinkling underneath our loins it's Astra's Playroom. Oh, I can feel the tinkles and droplets falling out of the urethra as we uh, team with heat from our undercarriage. Feel the ventilation radiating warmth, moist, ointment smeared all over our bodies. For Astro's playroom. Oh God in heaven. Oh sweet Lord. <laughs> Astro's playroom 
is uh i guess astrobot the fucking psvr game um and the playroom from playstation that thing no one uses uh they decided to um to do one that's more branded with the astrobot because some people like that game a lot um i don't know idiots you can be fine with it I, i don't know what i mean astrobot people like that because it was in vr and this doesn't look to be a vr game so it's really just like let's put a cutesy mascot we only got the but sack is it, boy right it's now we shittier. need the astrobot yeah. um, this is uh didn't mean to cut you off i'm sorry um oh no one out of ten i think it was the low point of the show it is a nothing nothingness uh it is just trash where that is gonna I think it's actually going to be on the PS5. Like, I don't think it's even like an individual game you buy. I thought I saw. Oh, well, like, like, uh, packing. Yeah. Like a, like how there was, what was the fucking thing that was on, uh, PS4, the, or yeah. Oh, well, in that case, I'm more excited for it. If it's a free thing. I may be wrong, but I thought that's what I saw. Let's take a peek. Let's take a peek behind my scene. Oh, daddy. Um, Astro's, Playroom. Astro's Playroom comes preloaded on every PS5. Oh, well, in that case, my uh, my hype meter goes from uh, one to uh, six because it's free. I'll play it if it's free. I'll just play it. And if it's good, then I'll enjoy it. And if it's not good, I won't be that surprised. Um, Yeah, I'll take a free fucking 3D platformer. Yeah, okay, cool. If they had said that in the announcement, which they didn't put it on the trailer, if they just put that one line preloaded onto every PS5, uh, then I wouldn't be so down on it. But I was down on it because I was like, I'm never gonna play pay for that. And uh I'm down on it because no I is. think it looks like shit. So you can give me a free bowl of cat piss and it doesn't mean well, I'm it looks gonna better be than playroom, so that's it's equivalent to me. And I don't I have zero interest in either of them. Still a one for me and still the low light of the show, in my opinion. I would say me. I would play this over that hyper like drifter shit that we just talked about. So there's that. Um, Matt, Astro uh, Playroom? One I, check. I, I don't care. Oh, not even for free? Okay. I'll play it for free. I mean, it might be decent. And if there's co-op, then that's a thing me and Bianca can play. So there's that. Uh, next up. And maybe it's nice. Maybe it's nice to have things that are nice. And friends. And you want to be a mean man? And you want to sit there and say everything's bad? And you want to be a jerk? Only the bad things. Hey, stop that. Only the bad things are bad. You stop it with the negativity before I storm out of my own room. (laughs) I wish you left right now and just never came back. I'm I'm happy. Um, Okay, uh, Little Devil Inside. A... 
super artsy uh almost looks like a fucking claymation game um little devil inside looks fucking dope uh i'd say for the smaller not triple a sony games um this and uh jets were probably my standout um you know side games i guess i i'm calling them uh it's got some crazy looking shit in it there's a dragon a cheshire cat um a bunch of shit and uh i i'm really digging the aesthetic on this one and it was a pretty funny trailer too there was a lot of uh goofy action in there i there was a turd dropping moment uh which had a funny noise and that i actually chuckled at while i was watching and uh this looks like a, a game I want to play. It kind of looks like one of those um, adventure side-scrolling games, although I don't know that it is side-scrolling, a la uh, Limbo or Inside, um, but done, obviously, in a very different fashion. Um, so, yeah, I'm just excited to see whatever the fuck this is. So I'd say my hype level is probably like uh, 8 or 9 out of 10. What do you guys think about Little Devil Inside? I agree. Eight or nine. I'll say eight out of ten. Yeah, I didn't really... I didn't have the same jive with the art style and mm. the play. I would say five. Um, if, if you guys gave it glowing endorsements, I would consider it, but off-rip, it wasn't something that I was like excited about. Ugh. But that's me. I could be swayed either way. All right. Uh, next up, they showed Zion Williamson sweating in an empty gym for uh, NBA 2K21. And uh, he looked very sweaty, I'll tell you that much. He was sweating. Uh, the, we'll, we'll see if there's even a fucking basketball season. Because <laughs> there wasn't... Uh, Who knows? Yeah, how do you adjust of, the fucking ratings? Of the last basketball season. Yeah, I was uh, uh, perplexed about it being 2K21. Like, <laughs> they're that confident, huh? <laughs> you know? Well, the, the way the current uh, things are appearing is there's going to be a micro ending to the last basketball season and then playoffs. Uh, but the, that'll be occurring from July to August. And so these games usually come out near season tip off in October or or maybe they come out a month before in September. But either way, it'll be uh off kilter with the normal schedule because uh the NBA season got fucking postponed and shredded. Um I like how I like how everybody just pretends COVID went away because we're bored of it. You know? Like Yeah. It's, it's I, I feel like July or August is pretty optimistic. Uh, uh, yeah, well, there's, uh, I don't know. It's, it's weird, but yeah, it's, it's over now that we all just, we just were saying it's over, but it's not over anywhere. Yeah. I think there's a, con- a reasonable contingent of people who should be, uh, more cautious than others though. And I don't think NBA athletes are one of the people that need to be all super worried because there was a bunch of them that fucking got it and oh, none of them showed oh. symptoms. But if so. you think about it, though, all the NBA players are traveling constantly, interacting with people from other states and shit, 
and if they all get it, even if they're fine, they're still able to spread it to other people all over the country. You know? Yeah, I mean, I think there are much bigger portions of the population that have already. Well, I, that also that is what they've addressed because it's fucking... there's going to be no traveling for this. Yeah, there's it's all going to take it's place in in, 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 in Orlando months. in a closed off arena. So yeah. that that makes way more sense. Yeah, no, it's it's. Because I agree 100% with you saying it's just like, well, then the fucking guy who's working concession got it, but it's it's just a closed arena in, in one city for right now. But nonetheless, about the concessions, I just mean like all of their family members. No, no I get what you're saying, 100%, because it would be foolish to be like, well, you went through the airport, you have to travel, or even you're going a bus or whatever you're doing. It's like there's all kinds of shit that you're spreading, and who fucking knows? I mean, so. it is, but at the same time, I mean, there, there's... You're giving up a lot of other shit too by delaying your fucking career and shit. And mm-hmm. for some players, it's their fucking legacy. And so, um, it definitely, yeah, I think, because I was explaining to my dad because I started fucking kickboxing even like just recently today. I was like, well, my risk versus someone who is fucking his age is completely different. So I'm not going right. to recommend you go out and do the shit that I'm fucking starting to do now. But like, I am lowering my caution and, uh, yeah. So 2K21 is going to come out either way. And it's going to be on PS5. So it's going to look better. And those games look pretty good as is. Um, So I would say as long as it's not completely inundated with a fucking casino and the rubber banding isn't set to fucking retarded levels, uh, that it will be great. But um, Well, Well, I'll be honest with you. It's like for dialing my mode, it's like 6 out of 10 for me. I'll probably end up getting it, but it's I'm not like I'm fucking stoked. I hope it's good. That's um I think next gen visual wise uh makes me more like an eight out of ten. Mm-hmm. Um because if I'm gonna get a new system and there's a new version of 2K and it looks fucking dope, then I'm gonna get that game and I'm probably gonna play more of that game than any other game that I get. So as a time sync in the sports simulator and stuff like it's got plenty of bullshit uh that 2k games has thrown onto it but um there's still a lot of things that i like about it so uh that's 2k21 matt your uh hype level for 2k21 one out of ten mm, so you don't like that sweaty guy uh i've never i just don't care about sports but what do you care about sweat all right. Uh, run the jewels. That was also run the jewels. Uh, Bug snacks is next up. Bug snacks. Yeah. Ten out um, of Made out uh by the people who did Octodad. Uh, hor- young horses, I believe their name is. Yeah. Um. Yeah, bug snacks, an island where, um, you eat bug snacks and then turn into snacks. Everything is food related, and then the man ate a strawberry creature, and his hands turned to strawberries. And uh, it's a strange game. Mike hates it, and uh, I'm sort of excited for it. I'd give it like seven out of ten for hype. Had it had a nice little theme, which sounded like a fucking Ween song. It sounded like Boys Club. Um, oh, please don't drag Ween anywhere. No, it's not like they were aping Ween. I think because they said I mean, talking about bugs, yeah. snacks, and that's uh, talking about Boys Club. It's like almost the exact same thing. I love, um, I love 
I love everything about it. I'm excited. I think it looks. I think it looks interesting. It could be fun. That's I, I can't even. I'm not even going to go into it. Just two out of ten. <laughs> Please go into it. It it makes like it looks like a game that when people look at video gaming and are like, only fucking idiots do this. This is the kind of game it is. I think nothing. There's it wasn't even any gameplay shown except an idiot putting a strawberry monkey in his mouth with a fucking googly eyes and making him a strawberry. Like it's what a fucking kindergartner would make if they were in the fucking slow class and they had to draw their idea. I just, like I said, I'm not even going to go in. Like I just, I hated every fucking second of it. And I still only gave it a two out of 10 instead of a one out of 10 because at least it's colorful. Mike hates bug snacks. I can't wait till bug snacks come comes out and he has to listen to us talk about playing it. Yeah, I mean, assuming I also play bug snacks, but I'm currently I'm into I'm into what bug snacks is putting down. I don't I mean it's a it's a strangely hostile response to bug snacks. Um, talking about bug snacks, but I got a shadow prediction for you, Mike. I got a shadow mm-hmm. prediction. Um, that he won't admit playing bug snacks but he will make a second playstation account because they're free to make after they are free to make after we play it and then he says well let me see what this is here and then he goes home and he has a secret time with bug snacks i'm not saying he has a great secret time with it but i'm just saying there's going to be secret time spent I can't wait uh, till this alone, is. and and it won't be mentioned on the podcast. No, is there a possibility that I have secret time and still hate it? Yeah, but it's secret, and you okay. don't mention it. I like that. You I don't. Have a, I have a shadow prediction where Bug Snacks comes to Game Pass, and Mike goes, "Well, Bug, I downloaded Bug Snacks was on Game Pass, and then he actually likes it." That's uh, that's holiday twenty twenty as well. I didn't realize uh, that one was as well. So that's four holiday 2020 games that were mentioned thus far um talking about but snacks next up demon souls remake this had been a heavenly heavily rumored game one of my predictions that i mentioned that i specifically wasn't going to use because i'm stupid was that blue point i think they're making demon souls it had been a prediction before by a bunch it of other people. Confirmed. There was so many leaks about it that it seemed like a a hundred percent thing that was going to happen. Well, the leak was even that it was one of the things that would close out the show. And uh, lo- yeah, but Blue Point wasn't confirmed, and that was I think. Well, it, was, it wasn't confirmed, but everybody was like, "This has got to be what Blue Point's making." It was like everybody um, seemed to think that that's what was going on. Okay, well, I thought it was a nice thing that I almost did, but I didn't do it, so it really doesn't matter. Uh, Demon Souls Remaster, remake, whatever you want to fucking call it. Um, I will say that despite not liking any Souls games and stuff, if this came out and looked sick, I'd probably try it again. I probably would. You fool. Um... Yeah, maybe, probably, but um, it's like that I don't time know. we all bought Mortal Kombat. Yeah, could be. <laughs> um, but I did play 
a modicum of Demon Souls when uh, that was uh, just on PS3. I played a bit um, of it too, and uh, I didn't see what all the people really love that game. And neither did I, but I th- I do think that uh, these games have cool art, and I do think that redoing that art to make it better is appealing. They do and, have cool art. Yeah, and, and if I'm gonna give it a whirl, that I I could give it a whirl on this one, and. Uh, Knowing what it is going into it, um, if I didn't like it, I wouldn't be that surprised. But I would try my best and uh, maybe get something out of it. I don't know. Um, I'm. I wouldn't say it would be the first game that I want remade, but at this point, most games that have you know been a big part of the past. Like I was fucking talking about Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning on PS3. Well, that's getting remade or remastered or whatever. Um, and so we didn't mention it in our uh, That's a Spice, but um, it's not the worst pick for a game to get remade. And if it looks ill on PS5, uh, definitely a bunch of people are going to like it. Can't guarantee that I will, but I will try it. So I would say 7 out of 10 hype. 1 out of 10. Dark Souls sucks. Team Souls sucks. Bloodborne sucks. It's all crap. Uh, Garbage. Three movie. out of ten. Three out of ten. Second. Yeah. Movie. Crap. I own Dark Souls three, so if I play one of these again, that is going to be what I play mm-hmm. because I own it, and I don't have to pay any more than what I have to play it. There's some sick part of me that puts it from one to three that thinks like. It could click, and then all of a sudden, I want to play more, mm-hmm. but probably not, and that's why it's only three. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's the best way I can describe a three out of ten. Like, I will probably never play this game, and if, if I like do to- play one of these types of games, it's going to be the one I own. But if somehow I jump into that hoop, and those hoops line up, and I keep jumping through those hoops. And I'm liking the hoops, then maybe I'll come back to this one again. For the people who like these types of games, those sick masochistic fucks, kudos to you because people have been calling for this shit for years. Yeah. Um. So cool. I, I'm never gonna like de- like denigrate like, oh, this new thing came out that is gonna and people are gonna enjoy. I will. Well, I think it's a fucking abomination. Everybody should be ashamed of themselves. These games are fucking garbage. This is what people look at video games and go, oh, uh, fucking video games. Everybody takes it so seriously. And then somebody goes, yeah, get good, noob. And then no, I absolutely yeah. think bug snacks is the type of game that people, when they look at video Bugs games, say, that's kind of the bug snacks argument that he, I, I know that I, was, is, I, was, I, was, I was bringing it back around. Oh, you were doing very much. Yes. Well, exactly. no, well, but what you're saying is seeing like dragons and people in armor. They're like, oh, cool. Like, Oh, I see why people like there's an imagery here that's kind of tacked on to D and D. It makes sense. People see a guy putting a googly eyed strawberry in his mouth, like he turned into the strawberry now. They're like, so are you all fucking mentally handicapped or just like some of you? No, they look at Demon Souls and they go, I thought gamers had no lives. And then the Demon Souls player goes, 
I've spent the past three days trying to beat this boss. I've played five hours a day for three days. I still haven't beat it, but I'm still doing it. And then they see go, your reference no, means no they one... have to do some sort of research into it. Mine is just an ancillary outlook at the at the pictures of it, that's, and they're able fine, to make the assumption. Your animosity towards bug snacks is how I feel about Souls games. I think they're crap. They're bad. They're shitty poo poo caca. And also, everybody who says they like them is just lying. Well, that's definitely not true. I mean, Even from your Facebook thread, you had like a significant hey, amount of people giving you several realistic and backed up reasons why they're playing but, them. But, but potato, potato. I mean, people are good at lying. They, they'll not, lie to themselves. They trick themselves into thinking that these games are good. Yeah, that's a hugely um, it's called conspiratorial leap, but that's okay. That's fine. It's the Stockholm Syndrome uh, of the Demon Souls, the Dark Souls. Yeah, but Stockholm the, Syndrome doesn't generally affect like the, 50% of the people that it touches. Well, I mean, this is a very advanced case. To it's be fair, very, I can't argue a, that. It's a very virulent strain of Stockholm Syndrome. Like using uh, logic and, and reasoning, like I literally can't argue against that. <laughs> if it's just a very like powerful strain of Stockholm Syndrome, there's, yeah. that could very well be it. I don't think a, a, a fucking social disorder comes in strains, so I'll give you that. Well, but, uh, have you, have, have you done the care. research yourself? Or, I, don't, I don't care. Or does it? I don't care about either of these takes. I don't agree with either of them. Maybe our reality but, is beyond what science can describe. But, I, but I think time. I can relate to your anti-soulsness, but I still would like to enjoy them if I can. So far, that's meant me playing like three quarters of Bloodborne four years ago. And so, to be fair... I don't want to enjoy bug snacks under any conditions. So your your take is a little more forthright and realistic, where you're like, what if I did? I'm saying no. Like, it would be like the kid who's like, oh, I ate macaroni salad, even though I said I hated it, and he enjoyed it, but he still spit it out just to be right. That's where I'm at. Every time I, I read the world, incorrect. the word... Every time I see the word souls, I poop my pants and then I yell, <laughs> not today, and then I pirate it. I wish you just pirated these games you hate just to have a copy. You're like, I didn't pay for it. What do you think of that? I don't think people are outright lying to themselves about souls games, but I also don't think that people well, are agree to disagree. looking at the games industry and saying, <laughs> you're all retarded here, have bug snacks. Uh, <laughs> agree to disagree. <laughs> so... My uh, hottest take, I guess, is lukewarm in the middle. Is um, is it's bullshit that these don't have a fucking easy difficulty on them, and that's the biggest problem with them. Because I went on fucking reset error earlier today, and a guy was just like, "I hope this has a casual mode so I can enjoy it." And people were like, "It's called fucking co-op, you idiot." And it's like, that's not what he's asking for, you fucking dickless turd. The co-op in these games are just fucking you begging for the network to fucking give you someone who's better at the game than you to come and handle a Well, and when you, when you and use the fucking, co-op... It's, you just, lame that, it's lame that that guy came in just saying that one thing, and yeah, I'm sure that's been said a million times, but it's actually like a legitimate feeling that a ton of people have, and everyone's just like, 
pile on and like garbagey. So like the fan base for the Souls games is like super annoying. Also, if I had um, an easy mode, I would be much more inclined to play it. Had easy mode, I'd play every single one of those fucking games except Sekiro because I think it looks like shit. Uh, I yeah, I play yeah, all. I, I I like the art and the aesthetic enough that if I didn't have to spend four days to beat one boss, uh, I'd play it. But uh. And co-op for those games just amounts to summoning somebody and then they beat the boss for you while you stand there. Right, so yeah, that's that, what I was saying. That's, that's not the answer either. No, know? that's an, and that's also not a fucking easy mode. Um, so yeah. Um, stupid. Uh, but yeah, I think we covered that one. <laughs> Run the jewels. Um, next up, Deathloop. Produced by Bethesda, developed by Arcane, the folk of Dishonored fame. Deathloop uh, looks like a, a a very interesting premise for a game where you're a man stuck in some nightmare world where everyone wants to kill you and there's other uh, hitmen and uh, you just got to come in, fuck shit up. You got some magic, you got some weapons and uh, it's kill or be killed. And uh, I think the art is a, a big factor here. Uh, it looks like an arcane game. You could look at Dishonored and then look at this game and be like, okay, I see where this is uh, all stemming from. Uh, but I think it looks neat. And Bethesda has done a pretty shitty job recently with meeting my expectations on about every fucking title they've released. So I am cautiously optimistic. Uh, but even with that, I'll give them the 7 out of 10 on the hype scale. Because Arcane's games are pretty good. It's a 9 out of 10 for me. I think it looks great. Yeah. And I yeah, I'd it. say... I, I oh, loved, no, go ahead. I loved Dishonored too. I thought it was really amazing. So. Yeah, I would say 8 out of 10, and it would have been 9 if not for being wary of Bethesda's recent track record. Oh, yeah. Record. Mine would probably be a 9 also, and but a minus 2. For also, Bethesda. I have to factor in, I haven't played any of the Dishonored games, but I'm interested in them. Um, but this looks like Dishonored mixed with Bioshock, mixed with Looper. I don't know. Like, it's just... it's. It's kind of a, a, I think the aesthetic has brought me in and it made me think of the great Bethesda games that I really do love playing. Um, so yeah, so I'd say eight out of 10. I, th- I hope it's fucking awesome. Um, both for them and for Arcane's sake, because I know people like those Dishonored games, especially too, like you mentioned, uh, Matt, and I think the general like reception of that game was very, very high, right? Of what? Yeah, Dishonored 2. Oh, yeah. So I would love to see them keep the ball rolling on these like first person stealthy murder games. Um, And I'm very, very hyped in getting into my second time loop game of this presentation. Yeah. I mean, it works from a design perspective because it feeds into the the roguelike-ness. So, I mean, that could definitely be a big... Yeah, and then it seemed like they built in, like, it seems like you're going to have, like, a like uh, ever-present antagonist that you're dealing with as well. So I'm interested to see kind of how the interaction with that goes as well. But yeah, man, I, I think it looks dope. Yeah, very uh, super good trailer and shit. Um, and it's, ooh, this was a 2020 holiday. Oh, okay. Well, that's so, exciting. According to PlayStation Blog. 
That's a this holiday. Man, they should have. Man, they should have been more clear about that shit. <sighs> Release dates yeah. and yeah, absolutely. Because um, if you're launching this and you are trying to get this, well, there's going to be a follow up yeah. with all the details and stuff. But I, w- yeah. I would have liked the details that are present two days later in various articles to have been part of the show. It would have made a lot of fucking sense, I guess. Um, for show, for show, getting that for show. Uh, next up is a game called Village. Oh wait, that's a V I I I it's Resident Evil 8. They Village. took a break from releasing uh remasters to make another one of these. Yeah. 7 was Bio-hack. well was well received. Oh yes. Um the Resident Evil 2 remake was very well received. Resident Evil 3 uh a mild spice. People didn't love it, especially for the price point. Yeah. Uh, this looks fucking dope. I haven't played... Well, I played some of Resident Evil 2 Remake. Haven't beat it yet. Plan to. Didn't play 7 Biohazard at all. But this looks fucking cool. Yeah, and th- this is one that as the trailer was going, um, I had assumed it was Resident Evil. And then for a second I was like, oh, it's not Resident Evil? And then it came back around and of course it was um and so this is barry's love story um the story of barry looks like barry will be heavily featured in this so you're talking about barry burton about barry um barry's in this at all barry uh take um, this then yeah it's It's ethan it's a it's a good looking game matt your thoughts on one of your favorite franchises I do think it looks good. I I still have to play seven. Seven is it's how you describe the last of us is how I feel playing Resident Evil Seven. I do I don't even want to engage with it. Like I don't it's stressful to me and I I had a hard time, but I loved one and two and so I should probably just fucking figure it out and play it. Well maybe now that you've played one and two, you'll like seven better. Well, I did play a little bit of seven after two, and then I I had the same experience. So I don't know what it is. Maybe it's maybe it's the first person horror game thing. But um, yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, seven is also quite different from those, right? It is. That's why I'm saying it's first person. So I mean, well, and like just like yeah, the setting and the cl- closer, like gritty. the closer quarters. And there's they have the thing I don't like, which I guess two had also, which is the unbeatable enemy, and parts and and the pursuit. And I'm just not a big fan of that. Being I in every like, fucking horror game that there is, it's I just, feel like in Resident Evil Seven though, that's really only for like the first quarter of it, and then like. There's not. It's just the the dad up until you beat the dad. I think he's the only one that's like that, and that's pretty early on in that game. Well, I beat the dad, and then there was some weird tar pile thing that was following me. Oh, those aren't unbeatable. You can just kill them with guns. Okay. Well, I think I, I don't know. I I reached a point in that game where I was I was not having that much fun. Because so. eventually, eventually in that game you'll like be facing tons of those mold people and you'll just have like assault rifles and you'll just be like spraying them down. Like, okay. 
Yeah, maybe I just need to get geared up. And, You'll you know. have like grenades or whatever, and fucking yeah, you get pretty, like many of those games turn into. Yeah, you get you get you get pretty geared up by the end of that. Game. And I don't mean that in a pejorative way. Just like it's like well, that's the natural progression. It's like, oh, well, I'm fucking suited up now, bitch. Let's fucking roll. Yeah, I think yeah. It's by, the ideal. Time, by the time you get like halfway through that game, you've got you're facing lots of enemies all the time, and like you've got an arsenal, you know. I'm going to throw it down here. Uh, I'm going to say 7 out of 10 on this. It would be even higher, except that I'm kind of out of the loop on the series. But I think the setting is fucking cool. Uh, I got to see a fat Chris Redfield. That's fun. He looked tubby. Cool. Um, Werewolf? Yes. Not enough werewolves in games. And creepy witch village with people in it. Sure. I'm in. And so, like I said, uh, 7 out of 10, and just because I didn't play 7 at all, and I haven't beat RE2, and in the series, I'm not, like, I'm not wholly into it, so it would probably be even higher than that, but I'm just being realistic about my attachment to that series and that game. Hmm. Yeah, I would say um, uh, I'm probably at about a 7 as well. I think uh, that could go up if I were to get into Resident Evil 7 because it seems like the natural extension of that design of Resident Evil game because now we're obviously in two camps with these modern third-person shooters and these modern first-person shooters. Um, So, yeah, I just haven't gotten into the first-person aspect of it yet, but uh, maybe I'll give it a a third go and and see what I get out of it. but it looks cool. I mean, they they all look cool. Yeah, so that's kind of I the aesthetic it. of these is like very impressive, and the, like the setting is always impressive, and like it's just a, a cool thing. Yeah, and even though three didn't set the world on fire, I mean, they've been putting out good games, and I don't think that. Uh, and again, a I f- bad game. Even I feel like they just kind of botched some of their goodwill with the pricing. Like honestly like pricing slash to length because i feel like if it had been i know we talked about this before but like matt had mentioned if it had been kind of just like an add-on thing to two like it's like 30 bucks and here you go three is on there as well because it seems a much more linear and shorter presentation of what that is but still well made you know what i mean Mm -hmm. cool yeah next up is uh pragmata Pragmata, which I think is a terrible name. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to go out on a limb and say, that's a terrible name. This is the one with the uh, guy who sort of had the uh, vanquished mech head <laughs> in the astronaut suit walking around uh, the city. Little girl. And there was a, a weirdo uh, x-ray cat and uh, he shot a thing. There was green webs. Yeah. It was a lot going on. Capcom game. PS5, it had the longest uh, date attached to it. It was 2022, which I'm sure a lot of these games are going to stick to these dates. Yeah. I mean, even coming out and saying that, like, hey, don't be surprised if you don't see shit for two years. Um, yeah, I don't know. And they end up on the moon looking at the Earth, and I like space stuff, and it's interesting. Uh, so that alone um, gives me like a six out of 10. With that long wait, I'm I'm excited to wait. Yeah, and for me, I'm just going to say 4 out of 10. Uh, Not really... 4 out of 10 as well. Yeah, just because you didn't show me anything and looked like kind of haphazard. It might end up being cool once they flesh out more shit. 
Um, and I look forward to that. I hope it is cool because I love to play some sort of space moon colonization. Look back on a because it looked like it was the Earth was like post apocalyptic because he's walking down a road where there like cars out on the road that were abandoned and shit like that. Um, but yeah, just right now my height level is, is not there. I don't even really know what the hell it is, so I'm gonna say four out of ten. Yeah, Matt, hype. I said four out of ten. Oh, okay, sorry. Um, I gotta pee real quick, so I don't know if you want to stop or not. Okay, I'll stop for a minute. I'll stop until I die. I'll stop for the rest of my life. This motherfucker is so hostile about bug snacks, I'm starting to lose my mind. <laughs> he, he hates it. He does hate it. It's interesting. The things we hate. Sometimes. I mean, it's not that interesting, but it is a bit interesting. Because it just does not evoke that type of response in me. No, I think it looks great. It's like, here's a fun idea, and he's like, well, I fucking hate it! <laughs> I just don't understand. I think it looks goofy. It looks like a Katamari-esque, like, Octodad weird hybrid thing. Yeah, it just looks like a hey, here's a wacky idea, let's do it. And then it's like, okay, and then this hostile hostilities. Oh boy, you're making me sweat. Never ever, ever gonna make me sweat. Once I'm sweating my sweat on you. Oh, sweat. Yes. Oh boy, you make me sweat. Never ever, ever gonna make me sweat. I hope you sweat the same sweat too. All right, and we're back. Uh, for the last game, had to have that intermission before this last one. Uh, it is. Horizon, the Forbidden West. I don't know if they put a two on it. It's it's not cool to put two. They on didn't things. put a two on it. No. Um. So I think it's Horizon Forbidden West, which I think is dumb. Just call it Horizon Two. Um. But uh, yeah, Horizon Two is coming out, and there's a fucking robot snapping turtle. What more do you need? Um. This is a big uh ten out of ten for me uh, as far as PlayStation exclusives. Um, Horizon was super cool and it's a super cool concept and then when you just dial that up with better tech like I feel like Horizon was a bit limited by what you could do with the PS4 and then um, yeah you throw it on PS5 and you could do a lot more they showed some underwater stuff which underwater levels classically uh, bad in video game world so hopefully uh, they don't suck but um, if they're a big part of the game but um it's cool. It's Aloy. It's Lance Reddick. Um, no, we're there, and uh, I'm ready to play more Horizon. In fact, I, because I went back and beat The Last of Us and stuff, and I watched this trailer, got kind of hyped, I was like, hey, maybe I should just fucking play that fucking DLC right now, because that was fucking cool, too. So I might end up jumping into that a little bit, just to uh, get some get some jimmies out, if you know what I mean. Get the willies rocking. You know, sweating it up, oh, dipping it in a honey, licking it off. You know what I mean? Does anyone know what I mean? I feel you, dog. Okay. Uh, yeah, 10 out of 10 for me, too. Okay. Hell yeah. I say 9 out of 10. Just, uh, 
cautious optimism i guess i don't know okay uh, i mean but i think it's gonna be great i think aloy is a great character i think that world is immersive and fun uh lieutenant daniels is a great character to play with as well um so i'm excited to see that big moss covered golden gate bridge that's fun mm-hmm. i'm in let's see aloy on the west coast let's do it yeah i mean let's get can... in there let's get saucy you can do whatever you want with these type of games and uh yeah, all you have to do is like make cool robot creatures, and then the, we fight them, and then things glow, and with like lighting and ray tracing, like this is the type of games like oh metallic surfaces check, um super neon lights check, like oh let's put some water okay yeah we can make some cool fucking lighting snares with this so I think it could be um another big time Sony visual showpiece obviously they they love doing. Um, and the first one was, and the, this one, I think whenever it comes out will be too, um, I'm a little bummed that there's going to be a, a bit of a wait, but I guess I expected that anyway. So it's not that big a deal. Um, yeah. You guys got anything else to add for Horizon? It's no bug snacks. No, no, it certainly isn't. No, it certainly isn't. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a robo snacks, if anything. Um, yeah. All right. So uh, now that we got any final thoughts on the PlayStation Five itself, which was finally revealed to us in its two-tone, clamshelled, somewhat vaginal glory. Duck-billed, delightful. At first, at first, I liked it because I was just so caught up in the hype, and I was so excited that they finally showed the fucking box. Um, but within like five to ten minutes, I re- realized I actually think it's ugly. So, uh, okay, it, look, it looks like a an Alienware brand router. Uh, I'm completely neutral. I don't really give a fuck what it looks like. It's gonna sit there. Yeah, I mean, I don't super care what it looks like, but I actually think it looks kind of good. I kind of like it. Um, well, I, do, I I think it looks better vertically. Um, I think it looks really stupid horizontally, and I don't know anybody that has an entertainment center that ha- you can put a horizontal, um, or that you would put a console horizontally. Like maybe if you only have one thing plugged into your TV, but like with a, a, a receiver and a Xbox and the other PlayStation and the Switch, and like so the thing's gonna go sideways and. Uh, I think it looks really fucking dumb horizontally. So I'll uh, maybe I'll just put it vertical on my TV stand, like behind my TV or something. I don't know. Uh, I thought it was interesting that they went with the uh, dual models, the digital and the not digital. I'm wondering if there will be a price disparity now uh, between the two, if one's going to be considerably lower kind of guessing that won't be the case that they'd rather throw some pack-ins in it because they'll probably sell through whatever they fucking put out anyways at whatever price no, for I at least launch like units. $30 difference or something. Yeah, I don't know if it'll be that little. I think it, it could be the same or it could be 50 bucks and you could get a bundle of shit with it. Um, so, because I mean, that, that Xbox didn't put a discount on their fucking all digital thing. They just gave you three games. Um, also, also, I think that that's a bad value, though. <laughs> so. 
Well, yeah, I'm not really a proponent for it. my my main takeaway with that is that um you're killing uh the used game market for yourself if you go with the all digital. Not only because you don't buy discs, but I mean you can't resell, you can't buy, you know, games that when they go down in price um also, physically. Also, if you don't buy physical or trade in your games anyway, it doesn't matter though. Which is like, like if I was to get a PS5, I would get the digital one because I'd rather just buy games digitally at this point. I think I rather would, but then there's a lot of instances where I would save money without it. So, like, I, I sometimes I look at my digital library of titles and I'm like, man, I wish I could trade that in. And there's probably like ten games there, and like, man, if I could have traded in ten games. Probably could have got like a few hundred dollars or like 150 bucks in the, in the very least, and so um, sometimes I'm I'm a little wary of the all digital stuff. When it's a game I I'm know I'm gonna play a lot of and and like, um, then it's it's a great idea because I never have to reach for a disc. And then when it's a game that I end up disliking, I'm like motherfucker, I wish I hadn't bought No Man's Sky digitally. Or fucking, you know, a bunch of the other shit that I ended up not playing I, for very I think, long. I think PC just helped me cement to digital completely anyway, because there isn't even physical PC games. You know, yeah. So, so it's like I don't even have a disk drive in my PC, in the new one I just built. So it's like, uh, well, there's also I, the. Uh, I, mean, I just I just kind of accepted a point that like sometimes I'm gonna buy a game and like not finish it and just be stuck with it, and that's just like fine yeah there's also the the fact that it's a 4k uhd drive now and so the disc installs um will be bigger because the discs will hold more and i have um like about 12 uhds and i would buy more but currently i don't even have a way to fucking play them because my xbox died and so for me it's i'm getting the disc option like for sure uh even if it is more even if it's up to like a hundred dollars more i'll probably still get it um but I, we didn't get any details, and that's actually probably my biggest criticism is not I, I don't mind the look of the box, and I don't mind that they're coming up with two SKUs. I think it's smart um, and all that. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we just didn't get the details that we were hoping for, no date, no price, um, and no specifics on a lot of the games, no launch lineup and stuff. So, like, it's clear that there will be a second you know, wave of announcements and stuff. And they're still kind of in this weird stare down with Microsoft. Um, Microsoft's supposed to do something in July. And so that's, I guess, when we get the next news from them. Uh, But they still have a rumored second system they haven't even shown. So I'm wondering if their second system is all digital since less powerful than the uh, Series X or what what their plan is and, uh, and how, you know, these two continue to play this like cat and mouse game while we get uh, like increasingly closer to this fucking launch and uh and all this shit uh that didn't look like it was coming out for months and months and then all of a sudden we got this fucking wave of like hey not only is it coming out but the game's like fucking awesome so be prepared um but yeah overall i'm just super excited and uh really happy with the sony event and um looking forward to finding out how much this bullshit's gonna cost me because i got yeah <laughs> you know for sure uh you guys have any uh, other uh takeaways from this any uh 
about any of the stuff about the media remote? That sweet, sweet media remote. We were recapping the history of media remotes. I've never owned one for Sony, but the original Xbox, you had to buy the media remote to play DVDs on it. Yeah. Yeah. What a fucking thing. Yeah, I've, I've never bought one either. I always just use the controller. Forward thing. Turns out the controller is literally a remote, so yeah. um, I've never felt any need. Yeah, I feel like it's for like dads. Yeah, if you can't memorize that, like the triangle button is stop or whatever. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it was good. It was definitely exceeding all my expectations going into it. I didn't think we would get um as much cool shit that we got. And and I said it a couple times, but I think even the bad games look good. Like I don't. I, uh, now that knowing that Astro's Playroom is free, it's like, oh, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck if it, it's, you know garbagey or not because people actually like that last game granted it was a vr game but it's a free game so i fuck if i care i mean if i play it for an hour and think like that was okay then like all right (laughs) you know um so yeah I, i i think even the bad games look good and um way less bad than some of the other bad games i've seen elsewhere uh, at similar big time reveals, or any of the ones that I fucking saw on the kind of funny supported Gorilla Collective shit, there was a fucking awful amount of card based fucking battle systems and shit that I don't ever want to fucking touch. Uh, that looked way worse than uh, the whatever next coming from the Hyper Light Drifter people. So, um, yeah, I think they maintained a level of quality that I'm. I'm not used to seeing in one of these sizzle reels. And I like the Xbox um, compilation of stuff, but obviously this kind of blew that out of the water in terms of uh, production value and really just everything and all the weird teases with PlayStation icons in between instead of just holding executives in their fucking work from home offices and Aaron Greenberg slapping a fucking Xbox sticker on his fridge because the new Xbox looks like a refrigerator. Um, uh, yeah, I think that'll that'll be about it. Yes, indeed. You guys have any final shadow predictions? No, I'm not jumping into that game. That's a young man's game. I can't. Okay. No, Why? I'll uh, I'll think on it and be back uh, next time. Okay. I got a shadow prediction right now. What is it? Uh, my shadow prediction is that you both buy the PS5 and you both buy it digitally and I buy the one with the slot and I find a fun thing to put in that slot. A real fun thing. Like video games. Well, I didn't mm-hmm. say that. Well, I'm keeping this. That's okay. My mysterious. That's my shadow prediction. I put a fun thing in that slot and then you regret it. My shadow prediction is you put a gameplay disc in your PS5. And then everyone pays. Everyone pays in the end. They all pay. Everyone pays. Um, And that's all I got. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. Until next time. Oh, uh, sweet doodle doo. It's been a sweet pleasure on, out of my lips.